1069. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. We're online for WRQK.com and we're loaded down with things to give you today. You guys know, if you listen to the show a lot, you know, when we get cool prizing, I feel like a lot of times radio shows, radio stations kind of screw some people over. It's like they always want to give stuff away eight and nine o'clock. Those are like the money hours. And so then they, they want to keep teasing you and holding you over the break. And it's all very smart. It's how you build a successful radio show. It's how you build a successful radio station. But every once in a while, I like to throw the rules overboard when we have cool prizing and give people who are up really early and listen to the early part of the program a crack at it. I like doing that. And we have Green Day tickets. So 645 this morning. Nice. We're going to give uh, the 6 a.m. listeners a crack at some Green Day tickets. Yeah, it makes sense of why you're like, all right, 745, most people in the car at that right. time. But give them the money, Stansberry. Best topics, best songs, best right. prizes. It makes sense, but you're right. Every now and then we got I just work. feel like, yeah, there are people who have to be at work earlier mm-hmm. or whatever. And I feel like sometimes, you know, radio stations and shows or whatever look past them, and I feel like that's not okay. And so we like being uh, the show that bucks that trend. So yeah. 645, you'll have a crack at some Green Day tickets. 730, we have Miller Lite. Uh, is this motorcycle? Swap me tickets. That's what it is. That will be this weekend at the Star County Fairgrounds. Eight thirty, uh, we'll pass out some WWE tickets, and then nine o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Wow, was that a mouthful? Yeah. Now yeah. the WWE is Sunday. Yeah. We will have a WWE superstar on the program tomorrow. Uh, I believe we are still in limbo on who that WWE superstar may be. Yeah, we got misbooked here. What happened is um, the WWE reached out to me, and they're like, hey, you're going to interview Baron Corbin. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, well, it's a Raw event. Why are you giving me a SmackDown superstar? And they're like, oh. See, see he knows thought, all the stuff. They thought, they thought uh, somewhere along the lines, they mixed up the Dayton show and the Canton show. This is exactly, so. this right here is exactly why when the salesperson came to us and said, hey, one of you needs to be the point person for the WWE thing. I said, well, let's make that Fantone. Yeah. And I would have never known that. I would have opened that email and said, okay, yeah, yeah we'll cool. talk to him. I, then I would have prepped you know, questions for him. or research. I don't have any idea who that is. Or, you know, and so I would have researched him a little bit, put together a nice little five-question thing, and I would have just went about it and wouldn't have known that he wasn't going to be there Sunday, and that I, we would have looked foolish. And I, I just want to thank you for allowing me to be the one to expedite this interview because the greatest— You know, I was worried that you might ruin the WWE relationship because you wouldn't be able to control yourself. The greatest professional accomplishment I have right now now is an email correspondence with somebody at do the you WWE. Met, you, do you met Bill Clinton <laughs> last year? You met Bill Clinton last year. No, this isn't. God, dude, you have a terrible judging system on, on things you should be proud of in your life. Yeah, in the last two years, you're right. I've saved people's lives, and I've, I've met a U.S. president. Pulled I've, a my, kid the radio, out of a cheetah pit. radio show went number one, and I'm like, no, dude, emailing this chick at WWE Marketing, that's the best thing I've ever done. Not even somebody you would know from the WWE, just like an office person. Angela at the WWE. That's oh, really sure. I'm sure Angela with. is great. Yeah, she is actually. She but is. So that is that should not be the highlight. We will uh, we'll get it squared away. I'll figure out who it is, and hopefully by the end of the show, we'll be able to tell you guys who we're talking. to. All right. Tomorrow. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. So we'll uh, we'll obviously have them on tomorrow as the WWE is in town on Sunday. Exciting and like times. I said, we'll uh, we'll give you some tickets at eight thirty. Now. I, uh, let's not even wait. Let's not even tease. Let's not even do it. I know you're chomping at the bit. Can't wait. To, to, to ask me some questions about the WWE on Sunday. Right. Because I have made some plans. I, I was on the fence about whether or not I was going to go. And then I made some plans yesterday to go. And so not only am I going, but then I've asked somebody to go with me. And everybody 
like all the Twitter followers and everybody in the building is very suspicious as to why this is happening or like how this came to be. And I sometimes don't think about things before I do them. I just asked this person to go without thinking of what all some of the fallout may have been. But I asked Morning Show Meg from KDD's Morning Show to be my plus one for WWE on Sunday night. Wow. And it seems like I can't quite figure out why people are so shocked. Is this the oil and water? Uh, Certainly, there's an oil and water system going on here. This is WWE. Morning Show Meg is a very, I don't want to say she's a hoity-toity person. I don't want to say anything like that. But she's a um, a refined person. She doesn't go to monster truck poles. She doesn't, you know, wear jean shorts. She doesn't shop at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those things. So the fact that you're bringing bringing her to a WWE event. There's like a 60% chance of what what Meg is wearing right now is cashmere. Yeah, there's a very. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, there's a better than average chance that the sweater she has on today is cashmere. She's one of those chicks that that uh, she shops at Target, but only for like groceries because she knows they're overpriced there. She's not buying clothes at Target. Target is her CVS, exactly. Like she's exactly. U- she she uses Target as her like convenience store. She's one of those people. You know, you see those commercials on TV, and they have like, oh, well, we'll send you a box of like food to make, and they're like these hoity-toity now, like. This sounds like we're making fun. Of her, but no, and, and and I don't want to be because like this is one of the reasons. All right, so I just sit. All right, so here's what. Let, let's set this all the whole thing up. Okay. So now that we know who Meg is, right? She's a little highball. You know, she yeah. is. She's yeah. a little highball. She, she is. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in the hallway, and Fantone and Meg are talking wrestling, and I thought the world had frozen solid. <laughs> I was like, I turned around, I was like, Meg, what the hell is happening here? And she's like, no, it's like this diva show, and I think they call it something else now, because diva's not a nice word. And like, and she's like, you know, and it's not even on like the wrestling channel, it's on E, and like right. they got me pulled in, and right. it's like, it's all about these like psycho broads or whatever. Well, I mean, if it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. If you throw... No, it's 11 whores in a house exactly. fighting. You know I mean? Exactly. If you throw yeah, exactly. 11 could be porn stars into a house and put it on the E channel, chicks are going to be like, oh my gosh, right. the real housewives of WWE, it's, it's so good. I can't believe Triple H's penis is that size, right. Exactly. Yeah, so she she got sucked into Total Divas, which is the, their TV show. There's a spinoff now. It's featuring just the Bella sisters. It's called Total Bellas. Oh my god. So And John Cena's heavily in that one because he's... Isn't he with the one chick? Yeah, he's banging Nikki Bella, so... He's banging both the Bellas. Well, no, let's 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 come on. Brie Bella is married to other pro wrestler Daniel Bryan. So in my world, WWE is swingers. Listen. Like that's dude, the, 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 that that whole it, they're like circus freaks. Like they just tour the country with their pop up tents. They bang each other before the event. I'm telling you, WWE is filled with swingers. If you want to try to talk, they're all pilled out. Everybody's addicted to Viking. I'm telling you, dude. There's so much wife sharing and w- it, dude. It's one of those worlds. I'm t- dude, I'm on to something. It's one of those worlds where only you know it because you're in it, right? You, only, you guys know one another. I'm telling you. Swinger WWE. Well, they're traveling all the time together. They're out there. New situations. Everybody's hooked on drugs. Everybody's hot. Absolutely. Everybody's yeah. like sexually yeah. attractive. Working um, out. But if you are trying to convince me of the idea that John Cena's out there banging all the WWE whores, yes, I'm buying in, bro. That's a great idea. That's what I've been thinking about for like the last year of my life. Dude, John Cena. Like this guy, like, I, dude, I, I feel like I can 
could be John Cena's new PR person. Bro, like, dude, hustle, loyalty, respect, all that stuff. Dude, too long. Too long. That tank top needs to say, I get laid in jorts. Like, dude, that, <laughs> if that doesn't make you number one, if that doesn't make you the most popular dude ever, I don't know what would. You're overcoming the odds. So anyway, so Meg White was talking about the Divas or whatever, right. and I was just confused by this. So fast forward a few weeks. Fantone and I are outside of uh, you know our office yesterday. We're kind of talking about this WWE interview. And I was kind of getting on. I'm like, dude, do we know what's happening here yet? Do we know who we have Friday yet or what? He's like, man, you know, they haven't gotten back to me yet or whatever. And then, you know, he starts talking about how excited he is to go to it. And then he walks out of the building to go home for the day. And I can't even really remember the conversation, but Meg was like, you know, she brought the wrestling thing up. And I said, well, you know, I got tickets for Sunday, right? I was like, you could be, you could totally be. And I just said, I said, you could totally be my plus one if you want. And I thought for sure, like, I was like, I was, I mean, I was, not that I wasn't serious. I just wasn't expecting her to be, like, calling the bluff. Right. So now I got, like, the chips on the table, and I'm like, oh, going to go all in. (laughs) So she's like, yeah, I'll I'll go. And I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. And then we did, here's the thing, though. And we did, we talked about this. And I got to be careful here, because it's true. Okay. One of the reasons we decided we would go together is we know it's going to make the boss crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to make him crazy. Oh, yeah. He and, uh, He's told us not to have, like, conversations around with her With anybody before. in the building. And he's he's been very clear of, like, no, don't talk to her. You two sleazeballs over there. No, you can't. No. You You're just going to make right. her mad. You're going to piss her off. Don't even. Don't and even, I have. Right, of course. Many times. Yes. But we get along much better now than we did in the beginning. Like, we now sit next to each other in our offices. That's offices. Cubicles. And, um... And we've become buddies. Like, we've become pals now a little bit. But we know, like, one of the reasons we decided to do is we know we're going to make the boss absolutely insane. And this is. And think about that. Is that good? I don't think that's the way it should be. Hey, I'm going to go hang out with a coworker. We're going to bond. We're going to become better friends. Everybody's going to have good stories for the radio show the next day or whatever. No, that's bad. Don't do it. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, I think his level of concern is, well, does this turn into an issue? Because you obviously can see where it could go wrong. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But this will not end up with us in bed together. No, no. And this won't even end up. I I don't think this ever had the expectations. No, 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 no. It's not that at all. I know you. I know her. The boss knows you both, but he doesn't know you both like I know you. So in his mind, he's like, oh, that son of a bitch stands there. He's going to take her to some white trash WWE event. She's going to get offended. She's going to end up suing us. She's gonna, Dude, the New Day's going to come out. They're going to hip gyrate all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, I just oh. see I just see it being, I just see it being, he's seen it as a potential of a lawsuit. When I tweeted it out yesterday. Sandsbury gets sued for going to the WWE. <laughs> I like it. I do. That's good. That's good press right there. When I tweeted it out yesterday, at Sandsbury Show, by the way, I said, hey, just ask Meg White to be my plus one. And she said, yeah. I, I then realized that I had hinted at the during the program yesterday that I have been loosely dating somebody, seeing somebody, not dating, loosely hanging out with somebody. I was like, and then I tweeted out that I was like, oh my God, are people going to try to make that connection? Because it's not. That's not the case. And I actually did get myself into a little, not trouble, but into a conversation there where it was like, um, you're taking Morning Show Meg to uh, the WWE? And I was like, yeah, that's going to have to be a thing. And I had to navigate that conversation, and I had to like reestablish the. This is not necessarily a relationship for one of us. 
Well, not necessarily relationship, and this is not necessarily a date. Correct? No, me it's if not. I'm wrong. So it's I not mean, a date. I think I think that's the most important thing to not note a date. here is that like it's not it's not going to end up with bumping genitals. It's ri- no, it's not. I, I, honestly, it's just two people that want to go to the WWE and look down our nose at people who enjoy WWE. That's exactly that's all it is. It's just it's honestly Meg White and I are the same way that way. I uh, I, I, I I would recommend that she drives herself because she's probably going to want to leave. You're probably going to want to leave early too. So like maybe you guys can just be like, you know what, you. Done, I'm done. Let's go. I mean, I'll say this. I'm gonna make sure the apartment's really clean just in case. Well, you never know. I mean, you never you never know. Because now your girlfriend's involved now, and she's like now like set this whole thing up now where we're having dinner and drinks before. So I don't know what that means. Um, is it like churches and Colt 45 do that we have before W I mean what do you have before WWE like that doesn't feel like basil like that's, no, that's, no. That's, that doesn't feel like that speaking of basil me and the girlfriend went last night phenomenal meal as always but dude that's a uh, that's a polar pop and uh and yeah. uh, and uh, probably some rollers you know some like hot dogs off the roller maybe Taco Bell get a Baja blast nice nice yeah that's Baja blast nice. and jean shorts for sure Again, 645, we'll get you hooked up with those Green Day tickets. Now, I hate to do this, but we're going to go back-to-back breaks here with being a little inside the room and a little personal. Okay. Because we all know Fantone likes to like throw me under the bus, all likes the to time. back the bus over Love. me and this and that. Well, this time he's really <laughs> done it. And he's got me in it now, and he's got me getting texts from people, and I'm getting bombarded with something. He has no idea what I'm talking about no. right now. But I feel like, honestly, dude, you're a little bit of a traitor. <laughs> you are. You're a traitor. Judas! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll explain how Phantom's a traitor next on Rock 106. The Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're getting Green Day tickets around 6:45 this morning. We'll uh, get choked up with those. They're playing August 21st out of Blossom. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need for those. Um, during the break, producer extraordinaire Fantone has stumbled across what he is calling. Breaking news. Hey, hold the presses. We just got some breaking news. And apparently I'm not allowed to know what it is until this very moment. So I'm dude, I'm on the edge of my seat and I have the breaking news. No, this is breaking news with a uh, with a very heavy heart. I uh, unfortunately have to announce the untimely passing uh, at forty nine years old. Jeez. That is young. The grandmother of Harambe, Josephine, oh, has dear. passed away at a Miami Zoo. Oh, dear God. You know what's crazy about that? What is the that? The grandmother of Harami? Yeah. Dude, Josephine was my grandmother's name. Really? That was my father's mom's name, yeah. Stansberry, Harambe. I do did you a lot of a lot of similarities there. Originally Josephine Dondrea. It's about as It's about as whoppy as you could get. I mean she was like right off the boat. Well, Harambe's grandma, Josephine. That's, uh, dude, what is up with the gorillas? That's like now three in the year. Like, why? what, what is happening with the gorillas? Had to be euthanized last night. Dear God. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. R.I.P., dude, one of the greats of our country. A gorilla in a zoo. Passed away. Everyone's going to be sad today. Yeah, well, there's going to be hashtags. There's going to be t-shirts. So, dude, now, like, for those of you that don't know, I'm taking Meg White to, you know, WWE. Right. And there are people who are, like, convinced that this is, like, now, like, a relationship type thing. It's not at all. Like, we're that's never going to happen. Like, it's never. I know, like, the whole opposites attract thing is, like, a thing. You know what I mean? I get it. But it's just, I'm telling you right now, this, this, here's the thing. This building's too small for it. You can't do it. There's like 23 people work here. So if you sleep with somebody in the building and it goes sideways, you can't avoid them. 
Like when I worked up north back then, and that's before like radio gutted everybody, there was like 650 people in that building. Legitimately, you could let your penis run wild through there because you were you were going to be at opposite ends of everybody. It, it, like you wouldn't see anybody for weeks at a time. Like this is like it's completely different, and I need this job more than I need to get laid. Stansberry, you are greatly underestimating the power of love at oh, a WWE dear, you know. event, dude. I'm telling no, you right no, now, this no. whole thing's about you being a traitor. So you know what? Put a pin in that, because dude, you you dude, you have been a traitor. God, Phantom's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. So listen to this. All, all right? right, all right. So here's what happened. We both have kind of now, you know, we're approaching, you know, three years here. So we're both kind of in this in this situation now where it's like, okay, feel a little stagnant, kind of want to make some changes in our life, and kind of shake some things up, and you know, right, and get you know reinvigorated or whatever. Right, 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 right. I mean, you kind of kind of want to be improving your life as opposed to just letting it happen. Exactly. That's, that's how that's how things get better. I mean, we've both been talking about over you know the last couple of days on the program about how we're both starting to look at cars and this and that, and you know maybe it's time for us to both start looking for other places to live versus like you know our apartments. Let's start looking for homes or whatever. And I'm a dog person. You know, I like having a dog. I'm not allowed to have a dog where I live. Not allowed to have a you know not allowed to have a dog where I live. So it's like a lot of times I'll talk about how I want to move so I can have a dog or whatever. And off the cuff the other day, just during a commercial break, without any thought into it really whatsoever, I just said to Phantom, I said, the problem with me getting a dog, though, is I want to be able to get off of work, go home, heat up lunch, and then go run to the golf course and be gone for a few hours. Saturday and Sunday, I want to be at the golf course all day. It's just not puppy conducive. Like, it's just not the right, it's just not the right thing to have with a dog. I want one. But I, but I don't necessarily want all the responsibility of it. And so Phantom said to me, he's like, dude, just wait till you meet the girl and you move her into the house. You guys will get a dog and then you'll have your dog. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe what I'll do instead then is maybe I'll just get a cat so I have something. Just so I have like, so I feel like I've done something in my life to shake it up so there's something new in it. And like, so I'm because I'm a little bored right now and idle hands, dude, like it just leads bad things. And it was a very <laughs> innocuous statement until I went home yesterday afternoon and I got a text message, not from Fantone, but from Fantone's girlfriend. In that text message was a photo of two kittens. And your girlfriend says to me, <laughs> I hear you're thinking about getting a kitten. These two are up for adoption. And they would be perfect for you. And I said to her, I just like laughed it off, and I said, "Yeah, I've been thinking about it." And here's Fantone's girlfriend in re- in return. Don't think about it, Stansbury. Be about it. <laughs> she did. She made me laugh. I was like, "Dude, she is." She and your woman is. She is. She's a funny broad. Yeah, she is. And uh, I was, you know, but she she sent me like the two most. Feminine looking like little girl kittens I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, you know, I need like a dark gray or like a black cat. A man's cat. I need a man's cat. A man's cat. <laughs> I need a man's cat. And I do. I like the way like really super dark gray cats look. Like okay. the short hair, dark grays. I okay. love those. And uh, and she was like, well, that's perfect because the black cats always get adopted last because people think that they're spoiled or rotten or whatever. Bad luck. People don't want black cats. And so I really don't have a real interest in getting a cat. But now your girlfriend thinks I do because you ran home and you 
you know, flapped your big gums. And now, like, she, like, here's the thing. She sent me a back a text message. She says, I'm not letting this go, Sansbury. I was like, I'm on the hunt now for, like, a gray or a black cat for you. And I know your girlfriend. Like, one day, the, like, the doorbell's just going to ring. Ding! She and has, there you two are with a, like a kitten, and I'm going to have to be like, oh my God, what do I do now? She has nothing better going on with her day. She will totally sit around Googling, like, where can I find a black cat in Stark County? Dude, she'll go out and get it. She has nothing else do to do. Do me a sod and let her play with your snake so I don't get a cat. <laughs> Dude, keep, um, that, keep that broad occupied. I, I, I very, it was very like in passing that I said it to her. I wasn't like, yo, here's what I got to talk to you about. It was just, I think, Bro, like, uh... but you, dude, you started the engine of a woman. Yeah. Like, you can't say, dude, if you yeah. say to a woman, baby or cat, like, you got to have one of those things pretty soon after that. That's like saying, like, if you went home, you can't just, like, in passing say to a woman, oh, yeah, and then there, there might be a kitten. That's like a woman coming home and going, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about a boob job. That guy's going to make that doctor's appointment in 20 seconds. She told me, she's like, He's got to get two, though. He should get litter mates. He oh should get two. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I don't need litter mates. I still get drunk and urinate on things I'm not supposed to in my apartment. I don't need anything else doing that. It was just simply in passing. And sure enough, you went home and got your girlfriend all riled up about it. Dude, and you, now I'm going to have a cat before the end of the week. Dude, you should get a cat. You I don't should. know. It feels very feminine to me. Like, there was that comic. I forget his name now, but he was from Kent. And he was on Last Comic Standing. He was very funny. But he always said there's only two guys who have cats. Single guys who have cats are either gay or a Bond villain. Like, there's no in-between there. And it's like, eh. Oh, well, if a comedian said it on Last Comic Standing, boy, that's that's uh, I am going to define my masculinity for the rest of my life. Well, I, I don't know about the rest of my life, but at least for the rest of this week, that's how I'm going to do it. Just... Sitting at home yesterday, minding my own damn business. Next thing I know, I got like kittens on the screen. I was like, what's happening here? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> You're a traitor, man. <laughs> Judith. I, didn't even, I didn't even know I did this. I didn't even know this. Stop happened. it. Stop it. Do you know what you sound like right now? Bill Belichick <laughs> saying he didn't know what the pressure in the footballs was like. The, dude, the smartest football coach in the world doesn't get to be dumb for 20 minutes. You don't get to be like, no, dude, this is what you do. You live on throwing me under the bus, and when it just happens naturally, I'm just supposed to believe, like, yeah, I, well, I just kind of walked into that one. I am the Bill Belichick of throwing you under the bus. <laughs> you yeah. are the greatest, the GOAT of it. All right. We have, we have a disturbing local story out of the Canton rep that we're going to give you, and also Green Day tickets, and all that happens next on Rock 1069. <laughs> Welcome back to the Stansbury Show and Rock 106.9. If you head over to WRQK.com right now, check out the Stansbury Show section. You can check out a view of Canton, Ohio from outer space. That was pretty damn cool. That was a cool view. I was happy you found that, buddy. Thanks, uh, thanks for finding that and getting that posted up at WRQK.com. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the American dudes on the uh, the International Space Shuttle right now took the picture this morning. All right, no, I'm sorry. I think it was it was yesterday morning. Tweeted it out, and it is, dude. It's, uh, it's That's a cool it's view. Sweet to see. That's up for you, WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. We have Green Day tickets. You'll have them just a few minutes from right now, actually. Uh, 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. They're playing August 21st, Blossom, and we'll send you. I have a, uh, I have a story here where, and we know that our justice system uh, has some flaws in it, right? We know there's, you know, people get convicted who are wrongfully, and, you know, people serve, you know, jail sentences that they shouldn't be, and, you know, maybe some punishments aren't harsh enough, maybe some punishments are too harsh. We know there are flaws in the justice system. We know that. Right. Right? 
And I have a local story here where I feel like I see flaws in our in, in our justice system. And a woman last summer, like something had happened with her alarm system, so she went back and she looked through the security footage. And what she saw was, I guess, a well-known guy here in Canton, Ohio. I've, ne- I've never met the man, but, but apparently he's pretty well-known. He's known uh, around the area as Gene the Yard Man. His name is Willis G. Burdett, and I'm assuming the G is Gene, right. his middle name there. Right. It goes by his middle name there, Gene the Yard Man. And she was going through the security footage from her cameras, from her security system. Like I said, I, I, I think she got like the alarm that the back door like alarm went off or whatever. Okay. So she's like, you know, going through the footage or whatever, and she notices a guy that she knows, Gene the Yard Man, who was like her landscaper. And so she knows who the guy is, and she notices him in her house. So then the cameras show him in the kitchen, and he has an orange juice bottle, hers, and he masturbated into it. Finishes, puts the cap back on the juice, Fantone, Mm. shakes it up, and then gently places it back into the refrigerator as if nothing's wrong. Now, I was talking about the justice system. Right. So obviously, you know, now and since the story's out, we know the guy's been caught. OK, so he saw a judge. OK. And uh, let me see here. I'm, I'm having computer issues. I, I apologize. Judge Kristen Farmer. Sentenced Gene, the yard man to 100 days in jail. Now, maybe it's because they used the amount of it just that doesn't seem to masturbate and then put it in somebody's juice and leave it there. And that's all that comes with. It seems like that should be a little longer than that. Right. I I mean, honestly, I would think tampering with anybody's food would put you in over a hundred days at that point. If you're spitting in somebody's food, if you're urinating, or even if you're like putting drugs, if you put like, you know, the visine that gives you diarrhea or whatever like that, I would think there's a little bit of, all right, more than three months probably for something like that. But I mean, when you consider the gross sexual nature of this crime, I mean, obviously you can ingest semen. We all know that. Like it's so that, but, but you don't want to, Oh, my wife. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay. We uh, but we uh, but we know that you don't want to do it unless you're making that that conscious decision well, of this is my sexual partner. <laughs> and so, I mean, this is, I mean, I, I don't, I, 100 days isn't enough. Consent always has to be a part of the consumption of semen. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no, there's no, you shouldn't be trying to fly that one under the radar. Cosine. Yeah. 653. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Sad that we have to say something like that, but Gene, what the hell, man? Gene the Yardman, apparently well known around the area. Come dude, on. here's the thing: he's not a young whippersnapper. This guy, right. I mean, he's uh, dude, he's up there. Well, I don't know if I know anyone named Gene as a young whippersnapper. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a uh, that's a grandpa name for the most. Do they part. have his age here? Um, he's pretty old. I mean, he's, you know, he's got the gray hair and the and, and, and the specs there. The thing that's really gonna you know would concern me is this isn't the first time you did this. You know what I mean? We've t- we've talked about a million different things, and you just don't pull. 
pull the pin one day and say, I'm going to go start J&O into, into people's orange juice bottles. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you can't do that. You've, you've been doing this for a long time, and you've been taking little steps along the way, so I can only imagine... Well, there's a first for everything, right? Yeah, but dude, you're going from zero to 100 there. You're going from zero to masturbating into a, an orange That's juice true. bottle. So there's, there's, there's steps along the way there, and somewhere along the line, somebody is listening right now and is like, I used to have Gene the Yardman take care of our house back on, on Bellflower. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I can't believe that ice tea tasted bad. I told her it tasted well, bad. Well, that's just it. I mean, if you have, like, a nickname in the community, yeah. it is because enough people know who you are. Yeah. Like, you're not just going to, you know what I mean? Like, if that's the way you're known, and, like, people, I mean, and people are using you to be, like, their landscaper. Yeah, I can only imagine, dude. If I were one of if I were one of Gene's former clients, you know what I mean. That whole thing freaks me out. Like the people that get off on like doing something sexual when the other person doesn't know. Like that whole thing freaks me out. And I just I don't think a hundred days is enough. No, I agree. Now I get it. He's like seventy, and Who you cares? don't ever waste an erection at seventy. Right? I told so. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? You know they're you know they're few and far between. So so I understand the desire there. But that is disgusting. What do I always say? I always say this, women. I apologize to you. You have to deal with things sometimes that men don't. I just don't think a man would do that to another man. Unless if it was like a vindictive thing, like I hate you, and you, you know, not that you had that coming, but there, there may have been a little to go uh, back and forth there. I think this is a thing that men get off on doing to women, to, to women that they couldn't have. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being way too judgmental. I could be way wrong on that. Well, you could be judgmental about the guy that uh, Am I allowed to do that? masturbated into an orange juice container. We can all be judgmental. <laughs> Gene, come on, bro. Come I'm, on. Dude, I'm, dude, hot take. I'm going to judge the guy that <laughs> masturbated into somebody's you know, orange juice bottle. It's OJ, not J-O, buddy. Like you got, there you go. There you you, you go. got to get it right. Just keep talking until the joke comes. Just keep doing it. Come we- on now. Stansberry. Just, just, oh my God, that one was purely accidental. <laughs> phrasing, sorry, phrasing. Oh my God, we do have Green Day tickets. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. That's safe enough. Right. Let's just send you to Green Day. August 21st, possible. Take all our 15. Dear God, this show's off the rails pretty early. We'll take all our 15 right now. 1 800 243 7625. We'll send you to Green Day. Also, make sense of the Baseball Hall of Fame next on Rock 1069. On Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Before the break, we were letting you know about Gene the Yardman getting 100 days in jail. Uh, he walked into some woman's house, was caught on her security footage, uh, masturbating into a bottle of orange juice, shaking it up, putting it back in the refrigerator. And I, I called into question the 100 days punishment. I felt like that not long enough. And uh, Ben tweets in and says, dude, 100 days was to match the stroke count. I was like, oh, 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 oh Ben. Jeez. Nice there. Circling uh, there. I never thought of that, but he might be right there. I mean, and, you know, obviously there's going to be different uh, different sentences for different crimes. But, I mean, the sexual nature. Just didn't seem that, like enough for me. The fact that you broke into me. somebody's house. Gross. Right? I mean, like, you broke into their house. That alone should be over 100 days, right? I mean, he was there cutting her lawn, and then he just, like, walked into her house and did this. Now, maybe with your landscape. You might have like a relationship where it's like, you know what, it's hot. You're out there working in the sun. If you get thirsty, you've been my landscaper for years, whatever. Go and grab something to drink. I've had those kind of relationships with people who've worked around my houses before. Now, I don't know that that was the case. But uh, it still wouldn't give you carte blanche to just be like, you know what, I'm I'm going to crank it into the OJ there. You can't do that. That's awful. It's awful. I don't like it. So we now know who's in and who's not for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And i got to be honest with you, I... I, uh, I feel like baseball needs to get over itself. Okay. I, I really do. I, I feel like you got to get over yourself. 
And I understand it sounds like like the sliding of standards to just open the floodgates and go, you know what? Let the steroid use people in. Let them in. I know that that sounds for like baseball, like historians. That sounds like a like a slide of standards, and it is. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. It, to- it totally is. Okay, but I think you need to be honest about who you are, and your game was flawed because well, it's it's compiled of human beings, and so it's always going to be flawed, and it's part of your history. It's a black eye. But I don't think you can deny the contributions. And I heard this yesterday, and I think it makes all the sense in the world, where it's like, if we can't for certain say who did and who didn't all the way through and through, then I don't know how I take a guy whose numbers are through the roof and say no. Well, what I'll say about that is is when it comes to somebody who it's like, hey, no, we do have definitive proof. I don't think being like, well, I can't prove it with this guy. Well, if I can't prove it with this guy, then he's innocent. You're innocent until proven guilty. You know what I mean? Like, you're innocent until proven what guilty. About, what about this? I was on a team with that guy, and I know for sure he was using. I, but he's never been caught. Is I mean, is that enough? Is is one evident? You know what I'm saying? Like, a drug test beat somebody seeing something to me. That, In my opinion, where it's like, you, you know, like yeah, you I said, mean, empirical data would be right. is better than hearsay right. in any court. I saw it. I swear I saw it. Yeah, because there could be personal vendettas there. Exactly. I get it. And I, I heard and, and, and again, I heard this on the other side of my argument that had me kind of like head scratching. Like, OK, well, that's good. And, and somebody said this yesterday that, you know, Hall of Fames are forever. It's not like marriage. There's no divorcing from the Hall of Fame. Notice OJ's not out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. His stuff's still in there. Like, once you're in, you're in. Like, you don't take people out for bad behavior. And so somebody said that's why the standard has to be tough to get in. Because once we find out something about you once you're in, we don't remove you. That's why the standard should be really hard to get in. Now, that does, I will say that that makes some sense to me. But what does the Baseball Hall of Fame want more than anything? Visitors. What does the Pro Football Hall of Fame want more than anything? Visitors. And so I think if you're baseball... And you're going to look and say, Clemens isn't going in? Manny Ramirez isn't going to go in? Like, these are the guys, like, I grew up with. I, I mean, dude, if the guys I grew up with aren't going, that were great, aren't going to be in the Hall of Fame, guess who doesn't want to go to the Hall of Fame? Me. Well, obviously, you know, visitors and, and having people is, is a huge fans. part of it. But I, I, I think, and I would assume that people at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, especially the higher up the ladder you go, would make the argument of, yes, that is a part of the equation for us. Another part of the equation for us is is documenting and preserving the legacy of this game. It is bigger than just having fans come in. Like, I, they'll make that argument. Now, I mean, you can disagree with it. pretty pretentious there. Uh, but uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm sure David Baker from the Pro Football Hall of Fame would sign by. I would sign. Oh, up. yeah, absolutely. You no, know? he would. I'm sure whoever runs the, the, the Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame would, you know, and, 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 and like you said, the purists of the game and the people who really. Well, that's just it. I, I think it's really who controls baseball, which is the sports writers. And they're just up their own A's. Like, they're, it's these guys that, that, that dude, couldn't lay a bunt down in T-ball. And like could never swing a bat, and like you know, and that are now judging these men. And in reality, here's why I'm all right with steroid use in, in, in sports. You know why steroid use happens in sports? Because of us. Yeah. Because of us. Yeah. Because we want bigger, better, faster, and well, because we've created a system where these guys get paid twenty five million dollars a year, and you'll do any damn thing in the world to hold on to a salary like that. 
And I'm not going to blame the human, the cog, for going along with the machine. No, I understand what you're talking about there. And, 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 you know, I think a lot of people have made the argument before of like, well, who cares? They're pro athletes. If they want to do it to their body, dude, juice them up, send them out there. Who cares? If it wasn't for being the role model to your children, I wouldn't care if athletes pumped themselves full of steroids and died early at all. Not even a little bit. And I don't even know if it's so much the role model aspect, but there's going to be countless dudes who are going to put themselves through that, that they're going to put their body through that hell. And they're not going to end up as pro athletes. And I mean, now, granted, you can say I don't care because they made that decision. They're doing what they want to do. But it's just a uh, when you've got a bunch of kids that are in college right now, you got a bunch of kids that are in high school right now thinking, hey, I'm going to make 25 million if I just pump myself up with some steroids. I can see how I could turn into a pretty big problem. Oh, yeah. And it has. It's already turned itself into a very big problem. The problem really is, though, the bigger problem is if you do pump yourself full of steroids, you do have a better shot at making $25 million. And nobody wants to admit that, but it's true. Um, yes, but no, because you can pump yourself full of steroids till you're blue in the face. If you can't play football, if you fundamentally can't do it, you can't do it. No, right. It's not gonna. No, it's not gonna take somebody who shouldn't be on the field and, and make it possible to be on that field. That's but, why I'm even more okay with it. Is that honestly, it's not going to turn me into a middle linebacker. It's not. But that perception will exist. That that thought of well, it doesn't matter if I'm not talented enough. Doesn't matter if I've never practiced. Doesn't matter if I don't know the game. I have enough steroids. I can get big and strong enough. My pro- problem is it just feels like hypocrisy to me. I don't know what everybody was doing, and we know, dude, there are murderers, rapists, killers in all of these Hall of Fames. We know. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get uptight about steroids. None of those things affect on-field performance. And if we talk about uh, that, that seems like a weird if distinction. We talk, I mean, if we've talked before about how well Hall of Fame should be based on your on-the-field performance. I agree. I and so, I do I do like that. So, I I do. But what I'm saying is is that I don't. Could could you not make the argument, and I know doctors have, that steroids don't better your performance. They just enhance how long you can have that performance. I mean, is that not a part of the equation? Well, I mean, I, I don't I'm, think so, because it, don't don't we want Manny Ramirez to play for 15 years? But if I'm better, if I'm performing... Again, that's us. If I'm performing, if I'm out... If I, I'm, I'm putting forth a better career because I can be out there for more games than a guy who's not doing it because I'm taking steroids? I mean, it's a problem. It's not fair. Yeah, do you know I don't like that word? I, I don't. I don't like that word. But, I, you, but you're asking for fairness in this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how am I asking for fairness in this? Uh, but, I, I'm asking for greatness to be acknowledged in, in, into the Hall of Fame. And at the end of the day, I don't really care at all because I'm like most of America. Baseball's boring to me. But at the end of the day, what you want is you want people through the turnstiles. And if you don't start putting these newer age guys in there, guess what's going to happen? Dude, the 70-year-old guys are going to stop coming anyway because they're going to be dead. Like, if you don't start to induct the guys who were huge stars in the game when I was growing up and, like, and years after that, guess what's going to happen? A stagnation of people going through your building. And at the end of the day, if you're not going to have visitors, what's the point of having the Hall of Fame? It's about bodies through the building. There's got to be a standard. I hear you. But baseball, let's not pretend that people with steroid use aren't in your Hall of Fame because we know that they are. As everyone who is inducted this year, under suspicion, Jeff Jeff Bagwell, under suspicion, Pudge yes. Bagwell's body went, I mean, that was an overnight transformation. That was steroids. Never failed a drug test. Prove now, it. Again, is the testing fair? Because I've heard it isn't. 
I heard some, uh, no, we know stars get special treatment. So was Jeff Bagwell when he was stealing every base in Major League Baseball for a decade? Was he being tested or was he getting star treatment? If you wanna, That's my thing. But if you want to show evidence of that, if you want to show that, hey, this is what happened, then but but you can't just say if, ands, and buts, and that keeps you out of the Hall of Fame. Well, it seems very strange for me that the league that will go around itself and, and test around itself then wants to wants to decide then who gets into their Hall. When you know you're protecting your stars. I mean, it just feels very stodgy, hypocritical, and like just mean kids on an anthill that honestly were never good enough athletes and they're stuck working in a business newspapers that are dying and they're just mean and they're just exacting their revenge on these athletes that we all did. We did this. Think Manny Ramirez would would take steroids and risk his balls and his body and everything else if it wasn't for the money that we put in their pocket and the obsession and the fame and the hoisting on the shoulders that we do? And then what happens? Then when they do what it takes to stay in that limelight for us, then we bash them for it. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like I said, if it wasn't for your kids looking up to these dudes, I could care less if they pump themselves full of steroids and die at 40. I could care less. Let him in the Hall of Fame. Otherwise, you're going to have to close the doors. Hey, look. Hey, welcome to the Hall of Fame where nobody you've ever heard of is inside of here. That sounds like a great system. You want to talk about sliding of standards? It's happening right here in our backyard. Right here in Canton. The standards slipping, sliding. We'll give you that story. And motorcycle swap meet uh, show tickets. We'll do that next. Hang on. Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Uh, before the break, I got a little ahead of myself there. I was uh, doing what in the business is known as a tease. And uh, I, I said I was going to give you the story about how standards are slipping right here in Canton, Ohio. And unfortunately, I have to put that off until 830. I have to, a uh, little bit, uh, something else has to go into that. I need to wait until 830 to do that. I apologize. Stansberry calling the audible. We do have the Miller Lite Motorcycle Swap Meet show tickets for you, though. We'll pass those out here in just a few minutes. 1-800-243-7625. So since I am going to call the Audible, though, I am going to stick with Canton, Ohio, and I'm going to stick with some local news here. As a a man was arrested uh, Monday night at around 9.15 outside of Altman Hospital in the parking lot. According to Stark County Jail Records, 36-year-old Brian Cricks of Canton, Ohio, fired what is uh, a duty fired a flare gun at a at the victim is what they're calling the person, Jeez. and they say here attempting to cause serious injury. The victim, though unharmed, Canton police then arrested him on a felonious assault charge, a second degree felony, and he's currently being held in the Stark County Jail, scheduled to be arraigned on Wednesday. Now, I would imagine that a flare gun, if shot at decent range, would inflict some serious damage to you, right? Of course it would. Yes, there's no there's no doubt. If you get hit with it, yeah, it's totally going to cause Are they going to be able to call this attempted murder I would, with a flare gun? I would think so. I don't know. I I'm, I'm interested to you, know that. If you get hit with a flare, yeah, I mean, it, I, I certainly think that it could kill you. Ever shot one of those? Uh, I've never shot a flare gun before. It's one of those feelings. It's, uh, it's interesting. I had to do it on the side of the road once. I can't assume they're that accurate either. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I mean... I mean, as, as a flare gun. Well, that's not what they're meant for. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is you point it up and you shoot it, and it's not so much meant to like it's an arc. accurately shoot somebody. I would assume trying to shoot somebody, pointing it straight and trying to shoot somebody, it's not going to be that accurate. And I'm sure that's why this person didn't get hit. Yeah, I bet you're right about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he pointed it right at him. And again, it's meant for to, to shoot with an arc there. And here's the thing. 
it's meant to be seen for a law for a large distance did you not think people were going to see that and that that was going to cause alarm now i know like the sound of a gun would do the same thing but like at least you know the gun is going to penetrate like i i don't know what a, what what a, what a, like that's just it we don't know what a flare would do at close range i know what a 40 cal will do at close range plenty of people have been killed by flares is that right yeah i mean i it's like not, i said it's not even like oh hey here's one story plenty of people have been killed by i mean by people flares. have been killed by starting pistols so right. if you can be killed by one of those i can imagine that you could be killed by a flare gun at 36 years old you got i got to i'm always very i'm very inquisitive and so i want to know what the fight was about and like what we like, what, I I wish I could like get this guy in the studio and start talking to him. And be like, dude, walk me through the process. Like, what like what made you grab the, like where what made you grab the flare gun? Obviously, you know, hospitals are places where tensions are going to run high, and I'm sure there's a lot of feeling and emotion. And I mean, I don't know if this guy had somebody in the hospital or if whatever the what circumstances oh, were there. I gotta tell you, you're right about that because initially I went to they're saying victim, not de- not declaring the sex of the victim. I was like, you know what, wife works at the hospital. There was a fight. He tried to do that, but you're right. This could be a guy going after a doctor or a nurse that was like taking care of somebody he knew and i just i mean the thing with the wife and like if he was going to you know essentially hunt his wife down or girlfriend down or whatever i think he would have had an actual gun i feel like this is probably something popped off in the moment something went too far in the moment more likely he went to his car and grabbed that's that why it was a flare gun. gun yeah that's why it wasn't an actual that is gun. more likely i how do you think, though, as you're going out to your car and you're pissed and you're angry, and dude, you're going to go get your flare gun, you're in the hospital parking lot. Like, how did you think you were going to get away with that? Even if, even if, it, whether the idea was to scare the person or to, to, you know, to murder the person. At 9.15 at night, too. Yeah. You're in a hospital parking lot. I mean, hospital parking lots, I mean, there's always going to be people in and out of them. Right? But at 3 a.m. in Canton, I would bet that there's less people around that parking lot than there is at 9.15. Right. I'm always right by there because I use what is it Bedford that runs right through there I that's the cut street I use to go up to Tusk so I'm always right by that hospital so always going to be people there guaranteed to number one be lit like it's not like this is like a dark alley I mean this is a hospital parking mm-hmm. lot and guaranteed that there's going to be security cameras no doubt about it 100% sure and I know it was up at Mercy earlier this year there was a woman that was like abduct, abducted that was the other hospital yeah out of out of their parking lot but that's different in the sense of you're taking Taking somebody off the property, if you're trying to murder somebody on the property of Altman, there's going to be cameras on you. I, I, that's they're just on my way out to the car. Oh, my God, I'm going to shoot this idiot. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to think like, oh, dude, I'm going to get caught. But I guess you're introducing the logic to Santa Claus there. Yeah, I think, what do they call it? Crimes of passion? I guess. You know what I mean? And you get overtaken in the moment. I mean, we've all been there in an argument with like this significant other where it's like, whoa, I didn't even know I was capable of that. Now, it's not to the extent of flare gun, but it's like, whoa, I didn't even know I was capable of saying something that mean. You know what I mean? It's, it's like We've all kind of been there, but you got to stop yourself before you get to flare gun. I don't know, just, like I said, I, I'd be very, I, I wish I could interview those people. Like, get them in here. Like, everybody wants to interview celebrities and i don't care about those people i like the human condition what makes weirdos tick like what makes people snap what makes them go crazy i love the, like i'm very interested in serial killers that whole thing like i love that kind of stuff i'm very interested in the criminal activity because i'm too much of a puss to do it you know what i mean which is good i mean that's the better way to do it it's how you keep your ass out of jail we do have a four pack of tickets it is for the miller light motorcycle swap meet that is this weekend at the stark county fairgrounds let's send you to that now we'll take caller 10 at 1-800 Two four three seven six two five, and continue the program next. Hang on. 
fine. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here. This is the part of the year, like mid-January, where cabin fever sets in. You feel like you've been cooped up. It's been freezing cold. Need to get out, do some fun stuff. Check out High Voltage Indoor Karting. They're in Medina, just off the square, in the old foundry building, and you can find them online at highvoltagekarting.com. They can be reached by calling 330-333-9000. Right now, High Voltage Indoor Karting has winter leagues going, and it's not a full commitment. You can jump in and out of the league whenever you're ready. Check out more info at highvoltagekarting.com. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, where you will get a trip to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. You'll get that at 9 a.m. this morning. Also, 9.30. Fantone always likes to, me, uh, likes to call me a nerd for some of my... Uh, some of my hobbies and habits. I'm a big Star Wars person, big video game person and the like. He always calls me a nerd. I have picked up another very, very, very nerdy obsession. This is way nerdier than Star Wars, way nerdier than video games, like nerd stuff. Jeez. Way nerdier than like Game of Thrones, like all of that. God, your little dragon show is nerdier Stop. than that? Stop. You want to be the first guy to get beat to death with a <laughs> beat to death with a legal pad? Is that, that, that you want that to be your legacy? Little dragon show. Dude, I didn't think I was going to have to give anybody a wedgie and shove them in a locker today, but nerdier than than the little dragon show? 9:30. All right. We'll see you here. We are loaded down with local stories today. Loaded down. Hall there's, of Fame City. There's, now, there's just good stuff to talk about happening in here. And this one I, I want to make you aware of because this is people ripping you off, Canton. And I don't want that to happen to you because I need you guys to have money so you can spend it with the advertisers of the program. Shout I, out, you know, oh, the waffle place. Oh, eat some waffles, idiots. <laughs> yeah, Buzzbin's um, pretty good. Try that I, place. Uh, I, I, I love talking local stories. I think the audience loves hearing local stories. But I forget sometimes that local stories have local people in them. And somebody just sent me a a Facebook message like, hey, yeah, that dude that shot somebody at Altman with the flare gun, totally know that guy. Here's his story, blah, 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 really? blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know this dude. Like, I don't, Yeah, I don't we, get, we, we get into a weird territory there where we start reading that kind of stuff because yeah. it's speculation and yeah. we don't know. And yeah, yeah let's uh, let's be let's be let's be weary of that. That's why we uh, that's why we stick to uh, reporting from the Canton repository. Cantonrep.com. So apparently what's happening at the Giant Eagle and Canton police have a photo of the gentleman. So surveillance cameras at uh, the Giant Eagle, the gas station there. So, uh, you know, up there on Tusk. Police say uh, guys were getting free gas. And here's how it happened. They were asking people to use or borrow a Giant Eagle Advantage card. Mm-hmm. And apparently they say... The guys uh, were caught stealing gas after asking to use an advantage card. The card can uh, reportedly activate the pump. We all know that. You kind of like, you know, you swipe it in there and it kind of does that. Uh, but these criminals then take off. The incident happened Monday at a Canton get go. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This was over by Raff Road. Okay. Yeah, Raff Road and Tusk, right? Okay. All right. Well, there we go. Oh, I always forget that that road's called that up there, too. Okay. I'm getting confused. Sorry about that. Um, they are, Canton police are looking for a truck that was in the images. We'll get this posted online for you. It's a small green truck, possibly a Ford Ranger. Uh, Canton police also remind Giant Eagle customers at the supermarket, uh, Giant uh, policy prohibits the those outside the family membership from using the Advantage card. Basically, don't share your card with anybody. And I don't know why anybody would, like, it, it, the moment somebody came up to me and asked me if they could use my Advantage card, I would automatically feel suspicious about that. Why? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? 
I guess the, uh, this, the, the, it would be like, hey, I can't. Well, it's not like the self checkout where you have to use your card because a giant eagle, you have like it's not like Walmart where you can just use it. You have to have a giant eagle card, and I can understand. Hey, yeah. I don't have my card. Will you swipe this for me? Even that's sketchy. But the only thing that you're using your giant eagle card for at, at the gas station at a get go is I would never let anybody use the card because then you're you're going to use my free fuel perks, right? Well, right. I mean, is is the either a you could use the fuel perks or b get that three cents off a gallon, and they probably. So I didn't know that, but my Giant Eagle Advantage card will start the pump before I put my card in it? Because they know who you are at that point. So you can say, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Giant Eagle is. It's one of those where you have to, like, fill out that form before they'll just give you the Advantage card, right? I'll come in in and pay for it, or I'm going to pay cash for it, or I'm going to come inside and use it. So, yeah, I mean, it'll start the pump, which seems stupid to me from Giant Eagle. Like, I understand, all right, hey, you've got... Begging to be ripped off. Right. You've got got people's information, but it seems very obvious that something like this would happen. I don't know why they would allow a non-payment card to start the pump. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If anybody ever approaches you in the parking lot of a gas station, it's never good. Like, it's never beneficial. It's never going to help you. It's always like, right. like you might be in a position to help somebody else. But I'm telling you, I, as a guy, I've worked, I worked in a gas station for a long, long time. But there was a part of my life where I thought that was going to be about the, the, the height of what happened to me. Right, it's glory days. It was the. I hated that hated job it? more than anything in the. I hate. I used to fantasize about car accidents on my way into that job. Worse than NCX. No. Okay. <laughs> not worse than NCX. All right. All right. All right. So it's no, because at least that was a job I hated, and no matter where you did it, you would hate it. That NCX was a job that I'm supposed to love that I was made to hate it. Okay. So that that made that way worse. Okay. God, did I hate NCX. <laughs> um, Jesus, man. Now, yeah, you got me off message now. Do you going to talk about the about Bill? Come uh, on. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Eric here. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we'll just move forward. But I, so my point was, is that I had been a clerk at a gas, I've seen so many scams in a gas station parking lot, and that's all it ever is. I'm telling you right now, 96% of the time when somebody approaches you in a gas station parking lot, you're being hustled. You're being hustled. Now, do some people need help in this and that? You should do. We always tell you rake and random acts of kindness and all that. That Yes. Okay. But in a gas station parking lot, I'm telling you, if somebody approaches you, you're being hustled. Yeah. I've, uh, I mean, I've helped people jump their cars in gas station parking lots. And, That's different. Uh, right. I know. I can tell there's proof that you need my help. Right. Anytime somebody comes up and starts asking you for gas money or anything like that, or even can I use your giant eagle advantage card? Because at that point, really, all you're doing is saving them three cents. And don't get me wrong. I'd like to save that three cents. But it's not like I don't know. It's not. It's not the same thing as as like I desperately need your help. It was. Uh, I think it was Hall of. Uh, I think it was Hall of Fame weekend. Like I was. Uh, I was. I was up at. I think the BP on Tusk. And the guy, some guy said to me, he's like, man, can I borrow $10 for gas? I've been stuck here in Canton since, you know, Monday or whatever. I said, bro, I've been stuck here longer than that. I'm sure. Give me $10. I mean, bro, I've been in Ohio my whole life. I can't get out of here either. I'm not helping you escape it. Not at all. All right. Apparently, buddy, yeah. you, me, of all people, yeah. are going to have to walk back some of this anti-Brown sentiment. Some I of refuse. this, they're bad. I refuse. And apparently, dude, the Cleveland Browns, according to, I think this was Channel Three. I'll check that source before we give you the story. But according to Channel Three, I believe it is that the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, are the envy of the NFL. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll buy it. We'll put we you in the O'Reilly no spin zone next. <laughs> Browns envy of the NFL next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. 9 o'clock, we'll get you out of uh, Ohio for a little while. Send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. 9 a.m. is when you'll get your keyword. Try to text in to win that. Fishhead has another opportunity for you at 11 a.m. But 9 a.m., we'll get you uh, out of Ohio for a little while. Send you to Los Angeles. All right, Fantone, it's time now, buddy. You're going to have to walk back some of these negative Browns comments. I uh, I don't know why I became such a Browns hater. Once upon a time, you I was really picked that ball up and ran with it. Once upon a time, I was a very uh, what do I want to say? I was I was I was optimistic about the Browns. I was like, yeah, they're going to be good. And I don't know if that's when you really become an adult. When you really become a man is when you like are like, oh, self realization here. The Browns are awful and they always will be. But over the past five years, I uh, I just have no faith in it anymore. I, I I consider myself a fan still. But it's gotten so bad that I like to watch them lose. Like, there's, like, joy in watching them get blown out. I'll watch a game on Sunday to laugh, to sit there and, like, oh, my God, they're so bad. I love watching, and and, and the Browns, they'll go, you know, they'll be up by 14 in the second quarter. And I'm like, just wait. Browns Twitter's going nuts. Oh, Super Bowl, we're great. We're awesome. We're the best. And I'm like, just wait. They'll Browns it up. Don't worry. They'll, They'll leave a stain on the toilet. And every time. 15 times at least this year, left stains all over that toilet. They're awful. According to Yahoo Sports, the Cleveland Browns are the envy of all other 31 teams in the NFL. And that we should be envied by all other fan bases in the NFL. Okay. I'm serious. This is from Yahoo Sports. This is real. Okay. And honestly, if there's one arm of Yahoo that is legit, it's Yahoo Sports. I know they got hacked. I know they're like, oh, we're getting billions of dollars in debt. But Yahoo Sports still does do a good job. They do. And apparently, while we are supposed to be the envy of everybody else in the league, it's because we have the most money for... To use against the salary cap than any other team. We're oh. carrying over $50 million, oh. according to figures released by the NFLPA. That's $10 million more than any other team is carrying over, through the, uh, though three other teams are also well ahead of the pack. Jags have a lot of money. Uh, 49ers are going to bring in about $38 million. Tennessee Titans have $24 million in carryover for the cap, which is amazing when you think about that because Tennessee's on. They already have a quarterback. They already have a running back. Their offensive line's pretty good. You need a really good defensive pass rusher, and that team's probably going to make a decent push next year. So, I mean, dude, if, you're, if you're a Titan fan, that $24 million is going to go a long way. It's going to be a good. It's going to be good. But Browns have fifty million to spend against the cap here, and meaning we got all the utensils we need to pick up some toys and, and foster some players. So now what we're going to see now is we're going to see whether or not, and I suspect no, we're going to find out right now in the next few months. Does Sashi Brown have any clue in what he's doing? I'm going to vote no. Now, I could be way wrong about that, and I might have to walk it all the way back, and I'll be happy to do so. That's why I'm not out here definitively saying that guy is a moron, doesn't know what he's doing. I am inclined to believe Sashi Brown can't look at tape and evaluate a pro football player. I'm inclined to believe that. Now, I could be wrong, and I'll make room for it. But we're going to find out now. Now we're going to find out. You got Hugh going into, what, is his second year? I always say, got to give coaches, it's the third year when they start to win. Third year. Okay, so you're going into your second year, but now we got a ton of money. And the more and more I think about this, let me tell you what I wish could happen with the Cleveland Browns. And it could because we have the ability to do what I what I'm about to say. Okay? But the fan base won't let this happen. And today's and not only just 
Browns fan base. This is this is fan bases of sport. This is how sports works today. But I'm now more inclined to pick up Deshaun Watson. I'm more, let's get Deshaun Watson. I believe he's a good coach. He's known around the league as a quarterback whisperer. So what I want to see happen is, I get Miles Garrett's going to be a transformative player. He totally is. But I think what I would do now is I think maybe, even though I didn't want to do it last year with Wentz, I think what I do is I take Deshaun Watson, but what I want to do is I want to Aaron Rodgers him. I want to sit him. Year, two maybe. And I know what some of the naysayers are going to say. You're not sitting him behind anybody that knows what they're doing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Being around the game, seeing the speed of the game, doing all that, sitting on the bench, holding the clipboard, it's, it's valuable experience. I think there's something to it. Carson Palmer, I mean, you may not want him on your team, but he had a long run. It's because he sat when he got in the league. Aaron Rodgers, some are saying the third best quarterback ever to lace up shoes. Part of that is because he sat. I really do believe that. And so I think if, if you gave Hugh a great quarterback prospect, and Deshaun needs help. Like, he needs work. He's not all the way there yet. But I think if you, if you just throw RG3 or Cody Kessler out there and you say to the fan base, look, I don't care what happens. If RG3 goes out there and he throws 22 picks in a game, Deshaun Watson is not coming into this football game. It is not happening. We're just going to sit him all year. I don't care what happens. And you give Hugh time to work with the kid. I think year three, then you bring him out after a year of sitting, and he might look all right. Let's do this right. I will. Uh, I will agree one hundred percent on the concept of sitting in a quarterback. I think. Yeah, I know you be, love that system. Used to be commonplace. Used to be par for the course, and is now just a, a crazy idea to a lot of people. And I understand. If, I guess if you're drafting somebody number one, you want them to make an immediate impact on the game, which is why I really probably wouldn't support taking a quarterback at number one unless they were capable of coming in and immediately impacting the game. So, dude, I, I feel the same way about Johnny Manziel. Is sit him down for a year and then let what happens happens um as far as the bigger picture of this goes and the cleveland browns having more cap space than anybody else in the nfl the fact that somebody would say that that makes us the 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 cream of the crop that makes us you know other teams should be envious of the cleveland browns dude that makes me want to throw bottles at Dwayne rudd that's so stupid i I can't even (laughs) i was at that i dude i cannot even begin to say, look at the millions upon millions of dollars the Cleveland Browns have wasted over the years. So the fact that we have $50 million now, that's what's going to get us out of it. Money was the problem. That was the problem of why the Browns have been so piss poor for the past 20 years. Hey, come on. Come on. Hey, Canton. No, nobody is envious of the Cleveland Browns. Hey, nobody. Can't. Hey, can't. I knew what I was doing. Nobody. Not I, one I I single doing. team in the NFL right now. I knew he wasn't going to walk anything not back. Not one single I was team in this. the NFL right now is sitting around thinking, boy, if we could trade spots with Cleveland. Not one player. Not one coach. Not one front office person. Nobody. Nobody in the NFL right now wishes they could trade places with us. Not a single one. Not a fan base. Nobody. They're awful, dude. Awful. Awful. Dude, the NFL's in a weird spot right now. You got three teams moving. Three. I mean, the Rams already moved, so sorry, two. But Chargers, they're a go. That's that's going to LA. Right? We already know that. And now the NFL's saying, Raiders, you want to go to Vegas? Do it. See ya. Go to Vegas. Like, and what did I say the other day? I said this two weeks ago on the program. Guys, you got to be thankful for what you have. You think the NFL wants these teams in these nothing towns? You think the NFL really wants a team in Cleveland? No. 
They want them all in the top 20 markets. They don't want them in nothing towns. And look, don't come after me and don't at me as, I, as I'm calling Cleveland a nothing town. I was born and raised there. I'll say whatever the hell I want. Right? I, 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 don't hit me with that. Dude, I'm on record loving that place. I feel like I can say whatever the hell I want. But the NFL doesn't want these teams. In the, there are certain franchises that you can't mess with. But mostly, dude, they don't want these teams in these places, in San Diego's and Cleveland's. They, they want top-tier television markets. That's what they want. We have $10 million more than the Jaguars. Look at us. Look, at, look, at, look how great we are. And you know what the Jaguars just did? They convinced, they convinced the, 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 the Jacksonville Jaguars convinced Chip Kelly to take an offensive coordinator position. And I'll tell you what, the Browns never even thought about picking up the phone and making that offer. I would have. I don't know about head coaching, but the guy knows offense. Like, he knows offense. I just think his style of offense just creates a defense that's too tired in the NFL. But I, I, I would have maybe looked at him for an offensive coordinator. We didn't even make that call. I don't know if he would have came here anyway. That's laughable. And there's no NFL franchise anywhere. Anybody that has anything to do that is associated with the NFL that's like, oh, the Browns, they're who, they're who we got to be more like. I think they would all want the money, but I don't think they want their franchise to be anything like ours. I would agree with that. I would. I think they would all want the fifty million. Are you counting? What are you counting? Dear God, seventy-three. That's high. That's a high number. Seventy-seven. What is it? Tell me what the number 84. means. I'm just counting up wins since '99, dude. And, and 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 dude, they are at the bottom of the barrel of the last twenty years of the NFL. The bottom of the barrel. There's no team worse than them since 1999. None. Uh, dude. Envious. We have a we have we have a basketball team that just won an NBA championship. We have a baseball team that's resigning dudes that went to game seven of the World Series, and people are envious of the Cleveland Browns. Of the Cleveland Browns. The worst organization in the history of sports. I feel like Yahoo might not know what that word means. God. God, laughing at is would have been the more appropriate. Oh, did you see these idiots? They're so crappy. They can't even get people to pay. People don't even want money. They're trying to offer them $10 million. People are like, no, I'm not playing for your crap team. God. Meanwhile, I'm pumped about the Raiders to Vegas. I'm so pumped about that. With my family living there, I'm going to totally. Dude, I used to, when I lived in California, I loved going to Raiders games. Love that. I can't wait to go to a Raiders game in Vegas. That just seems like the right fit. It's awesome. I do. My brother's so pumped. He's getting football. He loves it. Oh, it's awesome. You watch. You watch. Inside of ten years, these teams around these these little Cincinnati's and these little towns. See ya. They're gonna change that whole system, bro. You don't think these teams can move around? We know better than anybody in Cleveland that they can. Absolutely. I'm telling you right now. The NFL is about to man up, and they're about to start. They're gonna start yanking these teams out of these towns. I'm telling you right now. It's gonna happen. It's gonna totally happen. Envy of the league. <laughs> I can't get over it, dude. Envy of the league. Well, yeah, man. I knew what I was doing. Envy of the league. I, I knew. I, Envy. I, I knew you weren't going to walk anything back and be like, "Oh, now I've been made to see the light." I'm just getting you started. Starting that, starting that Phantom motor. Maybe Joe Hayden is not that bad, dude. You got a high motor. High motor there. You got a high, high motor. High motor. High IQ. Maybe Joe Hayden's not that bad. You're right. Yeah, he's, he's really the he's the thorn in your paw, right? Like he's one he's, of them. 
He's one of them. He's Brad Dude. I mean, everyone just, oh, Joe Hayden, he's the best football player on the face of the planet. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. But he's routinely getting smoked for the past two years consecutively. Every single game. Quarterbacks aren't afraid of that guy. Quarterbacks aren't afraid. Oh, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas is so great. Oh, he's got the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Have won a goddamn game with Joe Thomas. God. Browns fans, you're delusional. I think Joe Hayden should stop tweeting out messages about God as he's crawling out of the Hustler Club at 3 a.m. and get his nose in in the playbook. Sorry, Joe, but I've seen you there, I don't know, only 25 times. Might be time to get in that film room, kid. Might might be. I, uh, I hit on this a little earlier. But the standards in Canton, Ohio are slipping drastically, and uh, apparently it's going to be up to this program to stop it. Okay. And uh, something is happening. A football's throw away from my front door, and I'm not sure I like it, and we have to, uh, we'll examine it, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll share our vote next on the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online, WRQK.com. Head over there. Check out the Sandsbury Show section. You can check out... A aerial view from space of Canton, Ohio. That's pretty cool. And uh, one of our listeners apparently has asked me about the podcast from yesterday. I think I made a mistake and um, dated yesterday's podcast the same as the days before. So there's two of them there as uh, 17. I apologize. I, that sounds like me. That sounds like something I did as I was trying to get out of here early. I uh, I apologize. I'll go back and make sure that everything's up there that should be dated properly here in, in a few minutes. I apologize for that. Um, I am very, very excited about this. This just fell into my lap. I kind of knew about this la- uh, yesterday during the program, but I couldn't announce it until the official announcement's been made. But I'm pumped about this. As part of Wizard World, like Comic-Con this year in Cleveland, Gene Simmons will be coming through. Nice. From Kiss. Nice. And so listen to that. As he's going to be in town, March 18th, Gene Simmons and his band will perform at the world famous Cleveland Agora. And so I'm already like texting but they they like they hit me up yesterday they said man you wait do you know the announcement we're making tomorrow and I said I've heard rumors and you know my buddy was like yeah this is totally happening. So like I'm hitting them up right now like bro I need to be on the schedule for that. I need to work that. What is uh what is Gene Simmons other band? I mean I don't like know. His. I don't know. So what I think what he'll do is he'll just get like a group of musicians together and he'll give you like the Gene catalog, I would imagine, and play a bunch of like his stuff. So yeah, you probably hear War Machine, Deuce, Doctor Love. I was worried. I was like, dude, I have to pick a Gene Simmons Kiss song, and yeah. I'm like, War Machine, that's a winner. I knew War that. Machine, yeah. Uh, you'll probably hear I Love It Loud. Which, by the way, why does Rock 106.9 not play I Love It Loud? But anyway, I, I digress. But that's. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking up your time with that. I'm just. No. I'm, I'm. I'm very. I'm do my nerd. Well, do my nerd penis as a direction. There you go. Can Stansberry's uh, his kiss erection. Oh, raging, dude, hard. raging hard, raging hard, raging. Nice. I'm excited for you, buddy. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, the Agora has been stocking up their concert calendar. Like, dude, the 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 quality backs coming through that building. It just keeps getting better and better and better. It's really good, really good. Oh man, I'm so pumped about that. On the creatures of the night, 1982, J7's War Machine. Stansberry going hot jock anytime he can with Kiss. So good. You know what? Honestly, Canton, you're getting I Love It Loud on Rock 106.9 before the end of the day. That's happening. You're getting I Love It Loud. Stansberry's going rogue. Yep. Look out. Going up. Rexer says, Kiss sucks and Gene is a dick. Kiss sucks. 
I, dude, I've been on record. I totally get it. They're not the world's best musicians. I totally get that. And Gene can be a little temperamental. So I, I've been hitting this all morning, and that's that I feel like the standards of not only the country, but here locally are starting to slip. Okay. And uh, I, I don't know if... Uh, I bet a lot of people live here and don't know this, but the First Ladies Museum is right here in Canton, Ohio. It is. I, I think a lot of people might not know that. It is. And I live pretty close to it, right? And so when I'm going up to like Subway or Napoli's, it's more likely it's Napoli's, I, <laughs> I have to walk by that place a lot. And when I first moved to town, I was dating a girl, and she was like, oh, my God, let's go in there. I want to see that. And, like, women in empowerment, like that old thing. So we went and we did it, right? And I know a lot of you feel that Trump becoming, you know, president is indicative of the standards sliding in the nation. But as we're getting a new president, obviously we're getting a new first lady. And inside the National First Ladies Library in Canton... Apparently there are, you know, there are previous gowns from the inaugurations. Yeah. And also the gowns that were worn to the balls, like the, you know, the the incoming president has to hit like 35 parties that night. And a lot of times the first lady will wear a different dress to him, so like there a lot of those dresses are in there. But apparently now going into the first lady's library in Canton, Ohio, are the nude photos that were in GQ. They're going in there. And Archives Director Michelle Gillian says, yeah, absolutely. Why not? That's her quote there. And I... I, This feels like America. It does. It feels like America to me. Okay? But what did I say earlier about the Baseball Hall of Fame? What is it really about at the end of the day? If you're going to have the building, it's got to be a profitable building. And... You can't deny the fact that when they put these photos of her, even though you can see them online, even though you can do that, this will spark interest in people going through that museum. The thing I'm going to say about it is, though, and if I if I heard the story correctly, I think I saw it on the news, is that they won't be on display. They'll be in the archives. Like, they're not going to be like, it's not like it's going to be like framed and like just hanging out there. I understand that. I still think people will, the story's in the news. People will hear about it. It's going to invigorate. And I think it's part of it. And I guess maybe they should be in the archives, right? Well, in the archives, certainly. I mean, if you're archiving the history of First Ladies and not just in their time in office, but where they were before and where they were after, then it has to be a part of the story. It, 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 you, what are you going to do? Talk about her and not mention that 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 she right. was a model? Like that's a, it's a that's an that's you'd that's be a, passing over it. A huge part of her life. I mean, it is. They say here it's a first for the library, but that's what history is all about. In this case, it's about documenting a woman's journey to the White House. Yeah. I, I, it just feels, that phrase feels weird, because I don't think that that was her journey. Like, when you say that, it sounds like that was, like, her mission to go. Well, her intention, but I don't know if the intention matters as much as the end result. No, I mean, she's going to be yeah. there, so, I mean, you got to put yeah. her in. The current exhibit on display is named the inaugural Pomp and uh, Couture, where visitors can find a replica of the gowns worn by the First Ladies during uh, the inaugural ball, including First Lady Michelle Obama's gown, created by designer Jason Wu. Uh, next up will be Melania Trump's gown. The library staff has already predicted what color the next First Lady will choose. Gold is what everybody is leaning towards. I wonder what she will wear to the inauguration tomorrow. 
I know people do care about that stuff. Like, it's always reported in major newspapers and the like. Yeah, I don't know what she'll wear. Like, what designer are you wearing? But I'm sure she'll I mean, look. I'm sure she'll look beautiful. I oh mean, yeah, you I know. Mean, I'm sure she'll. You know. I mean, I'm. I would imagine she'd wear a red dress, right? I would imagine. Kind of seems like her. Red Republican. Kind of seems bold. Trumps are very bold. I th- yeah, you had to put these things in here. And like I said, look, it's it's up at WKYC.com right now. We're talking about it on the air right now. And I know what that's going to do. It's going to be like, you know what? Let's go there. We haven't been there in forever. Let's go do that. I would assume vast majority of people didn't even know this place existed. Not haven't been there in forever, but like have never been there. Didn't know Canton had this. It's a very small, unassuming building. Um, it's you can a- walk right by and not know. It if is, you didn't read the plaque, you could walk right by it and not know. It's a historic museum. Like it's it's not like oh hey we're saying this is what it is, but no, like it's registered as a national historic yeah. like, landmark. Um, and uh, shout out to the uh, Regula family who are Stark County, the who's who of Stark County, and they're the people who were kind of behind uh, the, the 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 decision to put this museum there. So it, dude, I'm glad we have it. It's like the Canton Classic Car Museum though, where like we just don't think about it. You know, oh nothing can. Everything here sucks. It's terrible. Again, I could throw a rock to that place from right. my from my place, and that, I, so when I moved here, I was like, "Well, let me walk through it. Let me do it." You know, it's like one of the things here. It's like, let me see it. And let me tell you, the, the, the classic car museum is kind of cool. Right, the art museum is cool. The car museum is cool. The first ladies' museum is cool. Oh, Canton sucks. I hate this town. Nothing to do here. Go watch Canton Charge basketball game. Go have dinner at Basil. Go see a film at the Camp Hell Center. Oh, I hate Canton. It sucks. Worst town in America. The. Uh- <laughs> The, the, the amount of times I on Saturday afternoons I hear a dad taking like his little kid, like his little son into the car museum or, yeah. or see him walking across. It's like, dude, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, of, passing on the love of like, you know, the V8 to the kid there. Lots of good stuff in the Hall of Fame city. Plenty of stuff here. Hall of Fame? Plenty of stuff. The Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. People like pro football. Nothing to do here. I hate this town. Shut up. Hey, here's the thing about people like that. If you're bored here, you'd be bored in L.A. Right. Like, it's just, it, like, if you're bored a lot, it's because you're not an interested person. Well, like, you need to go out and create more interest for yourself. Like, oh, I'm bored. It's because you're not doing anything. And at the end of the day, life is pretty boring. Like, at the end of the day, you're going to go to work, you're going to come home, you're going to clean up, you're going to make dinner, you're going to watch some TV, and then you're going to go to bed. I don't care if you live in New York City, Canton, Ohio, Bolivar, I don't care where you live. My dad used to say all the time, Daniel, only stupid people are bored. And that was his way of trying to motivate me. It didn't really work until he died. Then I was like, all right, let me try to make up for all that lost time, Dad. Better do something. Cats here. in the cradle, man. <laughs> Cats in the cradle. All right, WWE rolling into town yeah. Sunday. We'll get you hooked up with tickets next on Rock 1069. Sperry Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. We're online for you, WRQK.com. We're also going to send you out to Los Angeles at 9 a.m. to the iHeartRadio Music Awards. And just a few minutes from right now, actually, we're going to get you hooked up with WWE tickets. That's Sunday. If you uh, missed that announcement this morning, I will uh, be attending WWE on Sunday. And uh, I have asked a, not a date, but I have asked a, uh, a fellow co-worker of ours to go with us. And uh, it was kind of off the cuff yesterday. I asked, uh, her name is Meg White. She does mornings at KDD. Part of uh, Keith Kennedy's program, and she, we sit next to one another in uh, in the office part of the building. And I said, "Hey," she's like, "You're going to that?" I said, "Yeah." I was like, you know, I got an extra ticket. You want to go with me? And she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And I was expecting her to say, "No, pff, God, no, I'm not going to that." But uh, she kind of called me the bluff, 
And so, yeah, I'm kind of on the hook. Got to go. And then uh, Fantone's girlfriend got involved, and now it's like dinner and drinks before we go to the you know WWE. And I don't know what that means. I, I mean, it's WWE, so is it like Golden Corral and uh, like uh, and, uh, and like Schlitz? Like, I don't like how do you do it? About to get so lit at the GC, dude. Golden Corral, Cena shorts, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, we will talk to one of the WWE superstars tomorrow morning. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find out. Like, does Meg White? Does she have appropriate like wrestling show gear? Like, are we gonna have to go to Walmart and be like, hey, all right, let's get you a John Cena shirt. Let's get you some shorts. Let's get you the armbands. I think like the devil and holy water. I'm not sure Meg can even be in the parking lot of a Walmart. <laughs> like I don't think like we were saying earlier. Like she uses Target as like her CVS. Like that's her like convenience store. I am. Uh, I'm going to ask her if she wants to go to Hot Topic to go pick up some shirts. Oh my dear God! Over under, you know. I wonder if she knows what Hot Topic is. <laughs> like Meg's not going to the mall. Like she's not a buy off the rack kind of girl. No, at all. No. Yeah, I can't see her buying clothes at Target. Crackers, yes. Clothes, no. I can see that. So Sunday we'll be going to that. We're going to get you guys hooked up with a pair of tickets here too. In just a few minutes, uh, 800-243-7625, uh, the number you will need for that. Uh, I said this earlier, and it's true. We're loaded down with local stories today. Yeah. Loaded down. Now, this one's not so great. Uh, this is actually a unfortunate story, as Chadwick R. Patterson is has been, rather, sentenced to, f- is it 41 years? Forty. I'm sorry, yeah, 41 years to life in prison. And he had uh, raped a mentally disabled woman. Uh, Judge John Haas sentenced 29-year-old Chadwick R. Patterson on Wednesday. A uh, jury recently found Patterson guilty of rape and two counts of kidnapping. I'm reading now from CantonRep.com. Several specifications were attached to the charges, including sexually violent uh, predator, repeat violent offender, and sexual motivation. In December, he turned down a plea offer of 30 years in prison, Phantom. And in 2007, Patterson pleaded guilty in a similar case in Stark County to charges of rape, attempted rape, and gross sexual imposition, and then was sentenced to eight years in prison then. Uh, He had only met the victim the day of the rape at a bus stop in downtown Canton. He told the woman he knew a shortcut to the group home where she lived before luring her to the site of the former Mother Gooseland. Uh, Patterson sexually assaulted the woman on August 29th inside the Willie the Whale. Jesus. Once part Jeez. of the chil- once part of the uh, of the Children's Park decades ago. Uh, so I, that was a, that was the thing well before I moved here. I'm unaware of Willie the Whale. Um, it's still there. It, oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mother Gooseland is like this park in Canton. You know, well, well known. I think everybody used to go there back in the 80s and 90s and stuff. Fell apart for quite a while. Nobody took care of it. No funding or anything. And then I think recently, within the past four or five years, a bunch of people got together and kind of renovated it. And there's a dog park attached to it now. And there's, I mean, it's a park. It's just it, it, okay. it, it really at the end of the day, I mean, it's yeah, just a park. Parks. <laughs> Willie the Whale is like, I don't know. Was it, it like a slide or something that kids of, are? Not even like a slide, just like a big-ass statue, I guess, essentially is what we're talking about. I don't know if it's necessarily intended to be played on like a slide, but, you know, kids okay. climb it, climb right. into it, you know, do all that. And this guy took her in there and raped this woman. Jesus Lord, dude. I'm like, children's play equipment? And now listen, no matter where rape happens, it's, it's gross, it's disgusting, it's terrible, but children's play equipment? Come on, man. Now, the assistant prosecutor said it should have been very obvious to uh, Patterson that the woman was uh, delayed mentally 
And yeah, I would imagine it was, and that's why he chose her as the victim. I would ima- I would assume, right? Because that's going to be an easier get. I, I would think. You know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think about that kind of stuff because I would never do that. But uh, the defendant acknowledged having walked uh, with her for about twenty minutes. Sexual assault occurred around eight p.m. According to the prosecutor there, during the trial, Patterson testified and said he had consensual sex uh, with the woman. DNA evidence uh, linked Patterson to the crime. He was uh, reported uh, by attorney April Bible of the Stark County Public. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He was represented. Sorry. After raping the woman, Patterson fled the scene. The victim flagged down a passerby on Tusk. Uh, she described her assailant, told the police he had been wearing an electronic monitoring ankle bracelet. Authorities were able to locate Patterson in the general area of the rape. Now, again, this speaks to the compulsion of this crime. Is because there, you know, if you're being monitored by an ankle bracelet, they're going, they can search the area for those things. You're going to be one of the few people that has that thing on. Now, there might have been a handful, maybe even 30, 40 of them in the area, you know, because they do that with DUIs and, you know, a lot of stuff, but they're going to be able to streamline you down pretty fast. Point being is that you know you're going to get caught or at least suspected of this and you do it anyway and i always say this i think it speaks to the compulsion of this crime and that you just not that it's like well we got to excuse it because they can't help themselves but there's a little bit of i can't help myself activity here now you should still go away you know what i mean you should still go to prison you should still do all that stuff but i think that there is a little bit of this i unable to control it on some level I get the point you're trying to make. I don't know if I can necessarily sign off on the like. You're right. I mean, I guess if whether it is or is not true doesn't change whether it should or should not. No, be punished. you have and, to know yeah. better. You have to be punished, and it's not an excuse. You know me. I will never excuse people. I'm just. I think there are reasons things happen that aren't excuses, and I think that that not that all of this happens, but I would think if you know you're you're being monitored by a government agency already. And you're going to commit the crime while wearing that thing. You would have to think, and at least a smart person would have to think, it's going to be like A, B, C, caught. And if you know that and you did it anyway, I would think that either A, you're just a psychopath and you don't care, or B, that it's like... I, I you feel compelled. And I guess what's the difference there between compulsion and being a psychopath at the end of the day? I don't care right, either one. Right, Get your ass locked right. up and uh, away from society. You're right. a danger to women and I can't have it. 41 years. I I mean, I'm glad. And, uh, you know, this guy, I think you said he was in his 30s. Should yeah, essentially he's, die. He's in, young. Should essentially die in prison after 40 years. You know, 29 I mean? year old. So you're, you're looking at 70 Already years. Already did eight right years there. for a rape. Jesus Christ, dude. You know what I mean? Jesus. Or it was at least sentenced to eight years. I don't, it doesn't actually say how long you served, but he right. was sentenced to eight years he, once before. I think eight years is the average sentence for something like that. And I think they end up spending less than three in jail if you look at the averages of That's, it. But. That seems very, like, like I said earlier about that other Canton story where the guy like masturbated into the, like the, the orange juice container and he got a hundred days. I'm sorry. Eight years for a rape doesn't seem like enough. I know the woman who uh, was a part of this story had to end up going up to, uh, to testify and with that was obviously, you know, never an easy thing for anyone to do who was victimized to have to go relive it. But a woman who is dealing with mental issues and and, and isn't necessarily able to understand and like why you have to relive this and why this happened and and be able to kind of I don't know take when 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 you have full capacity you can kind of understand and you can kind of you know deal with it where I don't know if this woman's capable of dealing with this I don't know what this woman's mental capacity is and the fact that she had to go it up there it could have just been mass confusion right the fact that she had to go right. up there and relive this it's just horrible it really is and it's sad that victims often do have to do that they have have to go back up there and testify. Oh, yeah, that would be awful. While we're talking about Canton rape, I saw this yesterday too. Oh, no. 
More? Um, it was about, I don't know, three, four, five months ago. Um, a woman was raped downtown uh, right by right by Timken High School. Yeah. Or the former Timken High School. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, one of another defendant. There were three guys that have been arrested. And yesterday, the uh, one of the guys was sentenced to 15 years. So. Oh, good. It's it's silver lining, dude. It really is that like, well, at least when somebody gets best raped. Best case scenario. When territory. somebody gets raped in Canton, uh, we do something about it. And we go find these guys and we put them behind bars. There's, there's, there's comfort in that. But at the same time, I mean, stop raping people. Is, you know, I mean, like, can we just eliminate this part of our life? I, uh, I, I, I will never understand rape because, and again, I, I understand that that uh, sex holds different, you know, the pleasures for different people. But for me, it's about tricking a woman too beautiful to to have sex with me into having sex with me, and that that's the part I enjoy is the back and forth and the hitting on them and like and the seducing and like you know what I mean, picking them up. That's the whole port. Like without that, sex would hold no interest for me. And so, well, not none. I mean, obviously, the ejaculation part's great, but like you know, that's the part I would get into. That that, that taking away of somebody's power and that that whole thing holds no. No interest to me, none. And uh, and I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Sometimes women, you just deal with things that most men don't have to do. I know some men do get raped. Most men don't have to deal with that. And uh, honestly, it, when I hear stories like that, it, it just reminds me of that. And it's like, you know what, guys, you do. You have a special struggle, and that's terrible. And dude should never, ever, ever, ever do that. No, always. I don't care, if it'll, dude. What is happening? No, always means no, always. Right. Wait. Wait till the next day. Maybe you'll maybe you'll grind her down and she'll say yes tomorrow. But no means no. Obey that law. Um, You won't believe what happens on planes more than you think. I'll give you that. Next on the Stansbury Show, but before we go, okay. let's pass out these WWE tickets. I don't want to be guilty of forgetting. There it is, Stansbury. Short-term right. memory loss taken short, care of. That short-term memory loss has been a, that's been a problem. It's been a problem. So we'll take caller 20 right now at 800-243-7625. We'll send you to the WWE and right back. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Dave and Akron just won himself some WWE tickets, and it sounded like he and his wife both were in the car together, and they were pumped yeah. to win. Hey, dude, the couple that watches WWE together stayed us together. Now, you know my theory on the WWE. What's I said that? this earlier. I think that that whole foundation is running amok with swingers. I feel like, dude, we know about the wrestlers. Everybody's pill addicted. You're on the road 50 weeks out of the year. I'm telling you, dude. It's what, dude, W, all the W's in WWE stand for wife sharing. That's, <laughs> what the, that's what the W stands for. I'm telling you. That's swingers running amok. Look at the clothing, the pill addiction. I'm telling you. Vince. I'm telling you, it's all part of the storyline. Wife sharing's happening. It's happening. They're drug tested on a regular basis. They are, even for recreational drugs. What up, Brock Lesnar? WWE's pretty harsh about that. Um, And I will will say, uh, I did an interview with Dolph Ziggler once, and uh, I kind of talked to him. I'm like, dude, back in the day, all these guys have all these crazy stories about drinking and drugging and whoring and doing all this stuff. And he's like, honestly, I don't understand how they did that. He's like, with us nowadays, it's just like, you wake up, you go to the gym, you go get your ass kicked for 15, 20 minutes out in the ring, and then it's go to the hotel room and sleep. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, Dolph Ziggler? Probably you guys are a bunch of moral people. Just saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, drinking a glass of milk, going Saying to bed. the N-word? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, one of the, that's what I'm saying, though. That's from a, from a forgotten era. Hogan, he's from that era of steroids. He's from that era of decadence. The 1980s. I'm telling you, wife sharing is happening in the WWE. That's happening. 
on the, the road. Everybody's drinking. You're moving back and forth between cities. There's boredom. It's, I'm telling you, wife sharing wrestling network is what that needs to be. The WWN. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm. I'm Dude, I'm on to something. Making pretty bold statements about our future president, a WWE Hall of Famer, right? I I, I mean, come on. All I'm saying is I'm the Carl Monday of the WWE. I'm out here on the branch early on the wife sharing in the WWE. I'm telling you that's happening. Speaking of wife sharing in WWE, Sansbury's got himself a date for the WWE. A little Meg Morning Show Meg. It's not a date. It's not a date. But yeah, uh, Morning Show Meg from KDD. Is going to uh, is going to accompany me. I guess is what we'll, we'll call it. She like an escort to uh, to the WWE on Sunday. We're gonna go, and uh, now your girlfriend got involved and is like hit her up and was like, oh my god, let's have dinner and let's have drinks before. It's like, do we know where we're having dinner yet? No, no, no. We don't have an idea about anything. Are you asking me did my girlfriend make plans regarding food? No. Where do you want to eat? I don't know, babe. You pick. I can't pick. Oh, yeah, so no, she, no, no. We don't have plans. Can I ask you this question? Was that? Am I responsible to buy Meg's dinner? No, like if we it's all not go a date. To, if we all go to dinner, like am I? Because I feel like I should do that. Uh, it's not a date, so I don't feel like you're obligated to. This is her deciding to come with you. It's not like if this was like, hey, I I'm- mean, I asked her to go though, and now if we're gonna make it like a night, like I, I mean, technically, if you ask somebody to go do something, you're implying taking some of the financial bear of the night, right? No, if, dude. If one of my boys is like, hey, Fantone, different. how? I'm not having sex with him. You're not having sex with her. How is it any different? You guys are going 100% as friends, right? Yes. As soon as you feel... This is not a romantic thing in any way, shape, or form. Like, not even a little bit. As soon as you try to pay for her, it becomes one. Okay. Okay. I'm a little old world that way. If you invited me out and, hey, we're going to Busman tonight to go get drinks. Oh, I would buy you beers while we were out. Not all night, but I, I mean, we would definitely do rounds, right? Well, doing rounds is different than like, hey, I'm buying you your nights. Okay. I'm buying you your. All your, right, your that's fair. Don't, I, I, yeah. Unless and the only way you could. I do mean, it, I only have so much soft pretzel money, and we, I think we all know who wants that. The only way you could do it is if you bought all four of us dinner. So maybe you can buy, buy, buy me dinner. Stands right, then it wouldn't be such a big deal. Dude, just never missing the opportunity, right? Just never missing. Never. All right, are, are you ready to make your huge WWE announcement? Are you ready? Are you ready? I am ready. All right, well, we'll do lay it on them. Uh, tomorrow morning on the Stansberry Show, one-third of the longest-running tag team champions of the world, Big E Langston, will make his first appearance on the Stansberry Show. Well, members of New Day, boy, he's excited right now. Uh, Big E on the Sandsbury Show is like rent. Uh, I need your first and last up front. We'll take your first and last the same day. All right, here's the thing. I'm uh, I'm going to pull a big timer here. Okay. Right? I'm going to pull a diva here. I'm going to pull okay. a big timer here. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised to find out that not every interview you hear on the radio runs in real time, right? This is a scheduled thing that we're, we're scheduled to do. I'm going to pull the curtain all the way back for you. I'm going to big time this. I'm not going to that. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to do this is your moment in the sun to shine. Oh. This is this is Fantone uh, standalone interview with Big E. Oh. I'm going to big time it. I'm not doing it. All right? Yes it is. Oh my dear god. Oh my dear god. The power of positivity, New Day coming out. New Day rocks, baby. Come on, dude. It's going to be a good time. Big E's going to be in the Royal Rumble. We're like a week away from the Royal Rumble, man. 29 other men over the top rope. New Day rocks! Now, Chris is saying you're asking me to buy you dinner because you want to have sex with me. Jeez!
I, uh, yeah, you're going to have to talk to Big E on your own there. The Bootios thing makes me, like, I, and watch how big time of a move. That, I mean, dude, if it was Hogan, I'd be like, no, I'm going to go that. If they resurrected Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, I think anyone would. Dude, if we're talking to the reanimated corpse of somebody. <laughs> I want in on Yeah, dude, I'll be a part of that interview. I want in on that. So you know what happens on a plane more than you think? What is that? Dude's watching porn. Apparently, why I do co- we have to go from wrestling to this? Why, why, why couldn't we just keep going wrestling? It's the hard hitting topics here on the Stansberry <laughs> Show. It's really what it is. I know there's an inauguration tomorrow, but we can't spell it, so we're talking about this. Okay. Apparently, a couple of coworkers were on a plane. Okay. And you know, sometimes when you have a traveling companion, you're not always sitting next to one another, or whatever. Yeah. And so a guy like texted his buddy like on the plane and said, "Dude." There's a guy watching porn on his phone in my row, and there's a young woman sitting in a seat. And by young woman, I mean like teenage girl. Okay? Apparently, there was a 16-year-old sitting in the row with him. So when you connect to the plane's Wi-Fi, you can send text messages back and forth and the like. And so, you know, they sent the text messages. The guy next to me is like watching porn in front of this 16-year-old girl. So the guy walks over. To the row, and the guy puts the phone face down in his lap immediately. Now, here's the interesting postscript to the story: is that the 16-year-old is the daughter of one of these guys, so he's obviously beside himself that somebody's watching porn next to his daughter, as we all would be. Then the flight attendant then walks around to check and see if the guy's still like watching the porn. Right. Okay. Now. After a few minutes of, you know, everybody kind of leaving the guy alone, again, compulsion, what happens, flips the phone back over, starts watching the porn again. The girl is sitting right next to him in the row, and he's full-on watching hardcore pornography on his iPhone. Says, but apparently, he was one of these people that gets off on watching pornography with other people knowing that's what's happening and that's part of the excitement for the sex for him. Jesus Lord, how many more like, all right, we're going to, yeah, I get excited by watching porn in front of other people, but they can't be a part of it. I don't want to do it. Good Lord, man, just go masturbate. Now, this is goes along the line of, a, of an article I read last week where apparently groping is happening on airplanes at an alarming rate. Like I, apparently, men groping sleeping women on an airplane is a serious problem. I in read this that. Country. I read that last week too, and I'm just a little surprised of like because you can't get out of a plane. You know what I'm saying? Like usually, you commit a crime and you want to get away from the cr- scene of the crime as quick as humanly possible. Like, it, this happens at all right, all right. I work at a concert venue. This happens a lot there. Guy will be yep. walking through a concert, grab a girl's ass. She comes running up to the bar. Where's security? This guy just that happens there. And I could get it because you could. You're right. You could duck yourself back into the crowd. I don't understand. I would never do it. But I understand. Like well, there's at least escapability that's built right. into that into a large crowd. But on a plane, I mean, do you have to disrupt everybody in the aisle to go to the bathroom on one of those things? So what are you going to do? Grab a woman's breast and then you're just there for five hours until the flight lands? Yeah. Like, You're right. That seems very strange to me. But apparently watching porn on your computer or your or your like a cell phone on a plane is very very common. These flight attendants are all saying, "Oh yeah, this is a couple of times a week I have to intervene here." Well, I mean, you know, it's just like anywhere else you get into a public place with Wi-Fi and the libraries have been dealing with this for a long time. I don't like it. I really don't. I mean, I don't want somebody sitting there watching porn while I'm, you know, on the plane or god forbid if my daughter or my child is like next to him on the plane, but we're going to get into a conversation here uh... where uh, at what point 
at what point is this my device and is this I'm allowed to look at whatever I want on the internet? When is is the is is the airplane industry going to be able to tell me what other websites I can't visit on on their plane? And somebody's going what somebody's going to tweet us now and say is what about foul language? And I think what the airline's response would be is, well, when it comes to foul language coming from your personal device, what we would tell you is put your earphones in. And then what, what is being said on that program you're watching, it does not affect the person sitting next to you. About- Where the imagery, you could make, I, I don't know, under the letter of the law, but I, I mean, could this be indecent exposure? No, because you're exposing, not exposing... Exposing a minor to right, then you're harmful talking about materials? Um, but what if I'm watching a violent movie? You know what I mean? I'm watching a violent movie on my iPad, and I have my headphones in, and can you tell me all the violent imagery? My kid's sitting next to you. You can't watch that. It's too violent. It's too scary. All I, right, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't, I don't want to say it's okay, you know, and I would like to think common decency and, like, maybe even, like, uh, the crowd or, the, or the, the other people on the plane's reaction would be enough to stop people from doing this, but obviously it's not, but I just don't know if I can sign off on, on the, uh, the airline's going to have the ability to censor what I am or I'm not watching. Yeah, I, I, the word censorship I'm not I, I don't like. I always heard this and I and, and I really like it is that censorship is like telling an adult they can't have a steak because your baby can't chew it. And that makes no sense. And so I'm not wild about censorship and yet I don't want kids, 16-year-old kids to be in in eyes view of hardcore pornography at any time because I know the dangers of it. And so you're in like one of these things where it's like yeah, I mean, sooner or later, you do have to create laws to benefit the, the bulk of society. You do. I mean, at certain times you do. We have speed limits for the same reason. Uh, yes, I mean... Because it, it keeps everybody safe. Uh, but at the, at the end of the day, I just don't know if I'm ever going to... It's my device. It's my... You don't have the right to tell me. Now, the thing is, when you buy an airline ticket, it's not like you're... You're agreeing to the terms... Giving and, up your rights. You are. You're, giving, you're agreeing to the terms and conditions. There's a contract, essentially, is of, buying what a plane ticket is. Of, of, hey, this is what the rules are, this is what the regulations are, this is what you're agreeing to. If that language were put into your airline ticket, then maybe you have an argument. But at this point, I mean, really, we are taking away the right, even of perverts. Like, And I just don't know if that's, if, if, if that's enough. I don't know if that's a, that's a good enough argument for me. I mean, there's a law against showing a 16-year-old porn, mm-hmm. though. Like if, a, like if a 16-year-old came here to pick up tickets today to something that they want, and I just said, hey, look at this porn, I'm going to be sent to jail for that. So I don't know why it would be any different once we're in the air, even though it's my device. Well, I mean, I guess if you take the 16-year-old out of the equation, and yes, you're right, with a 16-year-old sitting next to you. But if you, you have a 45-year-old next right. to you, it, it, yeah, it is different right. there. It is different there. And you're right. I don't want anybody telling me I can't watch Friday the 13th on my phone in right. the air. Oof. Dude, don't grope other no, people yeah, don't don't grow right up other people and here's the other thing like i wanted to get into this real quickly jeez what would be the point of watching pornography if you couldn't release the tension i don't know i mean you'd say the same thing about strip clubs but dudes do it all the time there are people who watch like pornography and they're like oh yeah i'm gonna watch this entire 40 minute movie what are you talking about for what are you kidding me? it happens dude oh yeah that's that's very odd to me and i think strip clubs are very different it's the same uh, you know ballpark but i think it's different in the sense that you know at least they're like the woman's actually talking to you you're still selling yourself a lie but it's a lie that you could buy into where like watching pornography like the only it's like drinking it's like 
like, I, I, like, I'll never have a beer. Like, that seems weird to me. Like, if I'm going to drink, like, let's have a few beers. Let's get loose, feel a little good, see what happens. But, like, uh, to have one beer seems, I mean, I did it on Sunday during the game because I was driving and I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I wasn't going to drink. But, like, that is, it seems very weird to me. Like, I have no idea what the point of watching pornography without the sexual gratification of the release. I don't understand what the purpose of that would be. But, again, everybody, you know, comes to sex and Pornhub and all that stuff for different reasons. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you, I don't personally get it. I have picked up a hobby, a habit that might be the nerdiest of all things that I'm in, and I'm full on in on this. I saw it over the weekend, and I can't get enough of it. I've spent hours on YouTube videos on this just the other day. I'm, like, sucked into this. It's totally nerdy, and I'll throw myself under the bus next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. If you missed the news tomorrow morning, Phantom's going to talk to Big E from New Day. They're part of WWE, for those of you who are like me. They're like, what? What What is that? Big E? But, is that uh, a rapper? That interview, unfortunately, needs to be conducted when I am unavailable. So I have uh, I have pulled the big time move. Was like, Fantone, I'm sending you in my stead. You do it. I uh, you will handle that, and you're gonna fawn oh, all yeah. over that dude, oh, and yeah. it'll be great. And all oh, you yeah. wrestling, you know, dudes will will all love it there. Former uh, former football player and former powerlifting champion of the world, Big E Langston. Uh, I was looking at uh, his Wikipedia page. Homeboy deadlifted 799 pounds. And still can't lift me. So there you 799. go. 799. Dude, dude, that is. That, that's impressive there. Squatted 711. Insane. That is. That's, that's a lot of weight there. The man behind the bootios right there. Talk about something that's not appropriate for a 16-year-old kid. <laughs> Bootios. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's an actual cereal now, too. They're, like, selling it. You mean to tell me Vince McMahon is, is cashing in on, on, on the gimmick? He's a genius, that Vince is. Yeah, make a cereal. I don't care if you're talking about b-holes. Who cares? Whatever. Bootios. Here's sure. the thing. Like I, like, I hate his product, but he does know how to shill it. Like, he, there are worse businessmen than Vince oh, McMahon. Certainly worse businessmen than that guy. I mean, you got to just look at his track record. I mean, for as many failures as you had, you have sustainability. The guy has been on top of the wrestling world for 30-plus years. 40-plus years. Jeez. So I've picked up a new hobby. What new is- habit. Okay. okay. Now, I am what the advertising world refers to as an early adapter. Okay. okay. I want to be first. I want to I, I want to I, I want to experience things first. I like I am willing to throw expendable income at the wall at the, at something new. And it has long been said about early adapters that you could swap any three consumers for one early adapter because of our desire to be out there for we're the kind of people who stand in line for iPhones and that kind of thing, right? I'm an early adapter. I'll give you a, a case in point. I was way, way, way early on the UFC because I had lived in Las Vegas and it was big there before it had reached anywhere else. So I was like probably five, six, seven years early on the UFC and just love it, right? And I feel like even though this sport's now been out like two, three years, there's another sport that, yes, it's been out a little while, but I am essentially still going to be an early adapter of because I'm early on this as most people aren't watching this yet. But ESPN has signed the contract for it and they've been carrying it. And I saw this Sunday leading up to before, right before the football games had started. And 
I could not take my eyes off of it. And it's something that once upon a time I thought was like, well, that's dumb. Like when I heard they were going to televise, I was like, that's dumb. Who's going to watch that? And then I got sucked in. And like I said, it was hours of YouTube videos the other day where I'm all in now. Okay. I'm all in. What what are we talking about? What is drone racing is the ish. Ah. It is so effing cool. Like what got me hooked on it is like apparently they had like like a championship like run the other day and it was somewhere in Ohio where this was happening. And they take like abandoned malls. They took an abandoned mall in Los Angeles and like put a track in there. They took some abandoned warehouse in Ohio, put a track in there. There was an outdoor track and you have to like go through and you do this and they get like six, seven guys in a row to all race and you're racing against one another in live. So it's not just time trial. Like you can crash midair. You have to take sharp turns. You have to do loops. You have to do all this stuff. And a lot of crashing happens. It's a, they got GoPros on all of them. GoPro, big sponsor of it, obviously. And I got to tell you, it's that sport's cooler than you think it's going to be. It's intense. Um, I, uh, I, I certainly think it would be worth watching. I don't know how long I'm going to watch it. I could see myself like, oh, dude, this is awesome. Look how cool this is. Four minutes later, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done with that. That's what I thought, too. And then there I was. I was just like, I, like mouth open, like enthralled with it. Now, I got to tell you, I kind of like the drone thing. I once upon a time, not even that long ago, like a year and a half ago, I bought a drone off of eBay. And I knew that they were incredibly difficult to fly. And that, so what I, I didn't want to go like, here's, again, this is early adapter stuff. I didn't want to spend like hundreds of dollars on a drone. I was like, get something you can practice with. Now, I got... It's not one of those real little ones you can hold in one hand. You still you need two hands to like hold it. It's that big, but it only cost me like forty five bucks on eBay. And I have a huge parking lot at my apartment building, and on Saturday, Sunday mornings, there's nobody in there. So I was like, ah, well, you know, I'll go out there, I'll fly my drone around. Sure enough, I put it up in the air, and dude, it was like three seconds later, it was down on the ground, propeller gone. Son and so, like, bitch. I kind of know, like, I'm not very good at the at that much hand-eye coordination. Like, give me a video game, I'm good with that. Golf, I'm good with that. But, like, that drone thing, it's very, like, touch and go. And I found it very difficult for me to, like, control it. And so maybe that's like another reason why I'm watching it. I'm like looking at this thing that I know I can't do. And it's like the speed and the accuracy and how close they are together. And ESPN, they filmed it right. And I was sucked in and I'm all in on drone racing. I'm going to buy tickets. I'm going. I'm going to do, I'm going to sponsor a guy. I do, I'm in. I can see how this would be um, very dramatic. And especially, you're right. Once you start factoring in like multiple angles and some dramatic music and the ESPN, ESPN production values of it, I'm sure, I'm sure sure it's cool i I just, I just don't know to me it feels a little bit like professional video game playing where i'm just like yeah i get it if you guys want to do your multi-million dollar tournament that's fine but pro video game playing and pro drone racing and pro uh, like, do these guys with this drone listen to this they wear like a headset that goes like like that goes over your eyes so they can see their drone it's like a screen and then they got like the, the like the the big ass remote and i mean it's intense I dude, I loved it. I, I can't get enough. I, I dude, I've been on right out right now up for you. WRQK.com is a really good video of it. It's I just found a really good one and put it up there. I can't stop watching this stuff on YouTube. I'm like sucked in. I'm all in. I'm telling you, dude, drone racing is the new baseball. <laughs> there you go. There you go. America's pastime. Suck dude, on that, Mark McGuire. Now here's the thing. You everybody in your car, you just laughed at me, right? Okay, well, dude, look at these millennials with the Mountain Dew cans in their hand. None of them are playing baseball. They're all doing stuff like this. Eventually, dude, sports like this, esports will be way bigger than what what it is we're watching right now. 
Because again, it's going to go back to me, 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 not shield, 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 or team, team, team. It's going to be, these are me, me, me sports, and that's who we are as people now. Drone racing. Dude, get on it. It's all, I'm all in. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to try to fire up my drone, see if I can get some replacement yeah. parts. Get a, get a Canton League going. I, oh my God. There we go. Dude, you can go up to that mall, right? This the center court mall, right there on, right there. Dude, downtown's abandoned enough. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a million abandoned buildings to do this. Five thirty on a weeknight in downtown Canton, you could totally fly a drone around there. I'm telling you, drone racing, I'm all in. We're gonna get you guys all in for the Miller Lite motorcycle swap meet that's this weekend at the Stark County Fairgrounds. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Before ending the program, I will remind you that CSE Federal Credit Union is your local banking alternative all members of the credit union and administrators all live in Stark County so decisions on your banking institution made by members of your community check out csefcu.com for more info they also offer you the most competitive rates on loans you can find and I've been bragging about my CSE debit card my debit MasterCard through CSE and it's because I get 35,000 ATMs with no fees it's amazing not paying ATM fees is believe me it doesn't seem like a lot day to day. At the end of the month, when you get your statement, huge difference. Check out more info. CSEFCU.com. We do have a four pack of tickets for the Miller Lite motorcycle swap meet. We'll pass those out here in just a few minutes. As uh, we're getting ready to wind the program down, you may have uh, missed the announcement that uh, on the program tomorrow, Big E from New Day. And uh, the interview, unfortunately, had to uh, take place when I am going to be predisposed and unable to do it. So I have pulled a big time move. And instead of canceling the interview, because I know a lot of you love the WWE, what I've decided to do is I'm just going to cut Fantone loose. And uh, it's all Fantone, all new day for that interview. And you'll hear it tomorrow morning on the program. You're pretty psyched about this, I feel like. Uh, number one, yes. I just love pro wrestling. I love the WWE, but I'm a huge fan of New Day. I mean, I wear the shirt on a regular basis. It's a, you know, it's a, uh, it's a dream come true for the tall guy. Me, tomorrow, Big E, on the Stansberry Show. <laughs> yeah, I know you're looking forward to that one. We'll obviously have a couple of pairs of tickets for WWE to pass out tomorrow. On the air, uh, that show uh, Sunday, by the way, Canton Civic Center. But we'll get you hooked up tomorrow on the program. Should make you aware of this, that 11 a.m., Fishhead has another opportunity for you to head out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. He'll get you hooked up at 11, and then we'll do it again for you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. If you're a little newer to this show or the radio station, keep this in mind, too. Starting at 3 o'clock today is Kramer. Afternoons here, uh, Rock 106.9. Good dude, funny dude. Kramer and Gene, yeah. (laughs) The Kramer and Gene show. Gene? A lot of people, a little inside the room there. A lot of people people dig uh, Kramer show. You should check him out weekdays at 3 here at Rock 106.9. Aside from that, we are done for the day. We will be back at it live. Tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a fantastic afternoon. See ya. This report is brought to you by Vicks, Dayquil, and NyQuil.